This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. podcast i'm your host tj and with me here as always is our nhl analyst expert the grumpy old man they say there's no shame to his game because he's always the same that's me grumpy how are you this fine saturday evening okay i'll tell you what i went outside i know the islanders have already started against columbus i understand we're doing kind of like a watch along thing i got it went today i had a dead battery in the car. Do you know how long? And it was under warranty. And it was at AutoZone. Do you want to know how long it took me to get a replacement battery? How long, Grumpy? 45 take minutes? Guess. Take a guess. How much? 45 minutes. An hour and 35 minutes. They had a whole bunch of new people working there. No one knew anything. One guy tells me, oh, it's a replacement battery. Well, you have to take the battery out and bring it in. I don't know how to take a battery out. I'm like, I don't think so, dude. It was, and then they had, well, this doesn't fit. You're gonna have to buy this. And then the manager finally come out. I guess it was Kids Day, and he's like, dude, just put one of these things on top, and it'll be fine. They had to do like a, you know, like the little post thing where you have the where the the clamp clamps go on. They had to put some because it wasn't tight enough, and the guy was trying to sell me. Uh, it was crazy. Sorry. Nice but, story, Grumpy. Yeah, Thank you. Good. <laughs> for those who are ready this is the islanders never say die podcast where occasionally we talk car battery replacements we talk and also about you know i guess the secondary subject on this on the today's podcast is the beloved new york islanders we occasionally talk some islanders news so but uh mostly car batteries and car repairs so grumpy you should have got over there pop the hood and replace the battery yourself and tj making out with his cat those type of stuff that type of stuff. That's what we go for here on the show. Um, but welcome. If you're new to the show, if you're new to the podcast, this is a twice a week All Islanders podcast. It takes place every single Wednesday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You may be thinking to yourself, well, hold on a second. It's not 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
it's you know it's around like 7 15 right now eastern standard time well we're going live during the islanders against the columbus blue jackets game and that is the reason and the cause for an early show time here today um, but if you're new to the channel there's a few things we ask you to do if you like the content make sure to subscribe on youtube and to like the video it makes sure you don't miss out on any of our future content that we put out. And also, when you like the video, apparently that helps the algorithm. It helps get this fun time of talking to New York Islanders out to the masses. And, hey, it lets us know you like the content that we provide. Um, also, you can follow us there on Facebook and Twitter. We do have a Facebook and Twitter as well there. And Islanders never say die. Um, uh, one more piece of housekeeping item. Or one more housekeeping item. We do have a general sports podcast called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. It's a twice a week all sports podcast where we talk anything and everything sports. NHL, we talk NBA, we talk MLB, we talk NFL, we talk college athletics, we we talk European football, we talk anything and everything sports on that called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. It can be found in the link in the description below or as a featured page here on our YouTube channel. Isn't that right, Grumpy? Yes, it is. There it is. Grumpy, transfixed already. But we're going live during the Columbus Blue Jackets and New York Islanders game. This is a game, I, even though it's on the road, I expect the Islanders to come away with a victory here. I expect the Islanders Absolutely. to come away with two points in this scenario. Absolutely. We feel like, or, let, let me ask you this, right? Columbus is probably going to be fighting for the worst team in our division this season, right? Yeah, I think so. And, uh, you know, it's, so. not to say that Columbus hasn't made improvements. You know, because I think they have, right? I think they're a team that has a lot of young pieces. They have a lot of pieces, but I, I'm not expecting them to be any sort of playoff contender this season. They're a ways away. I think that's safe to safe to say, right? They picked second and I think second, second. in the draft yep. this offseason. Adam Fintilli. Yeah, I mean, they had trouble with the coach, so it's all – everything's kind of – it's it'll be a tough year for them. But they have a lot of good young players. Uh, they realize that they're in uh, – in rebuild mode. mode. Sure. So, you know, at least they're willing to admit that, you know, some teams aren't willing to admit it. Can I the, um, to start the show, they talked about, because I always watch the opposing teams broadcast and telecast. They talked about players like Cole Sillinger, players like Johnny Goudreau, some big household name players for that team have yet to register their first goal of the season. So, you know, they're starting to talk about, hey, you know, when they get an opportunity and chance, they got to start throwing the puck on that because they finally want to go ahead and score their first goal. This is their seventh game, I believe, in the regular season. So, you know, seven games in and no goals for Cole Sillinger, no goals. Oh, my God. Columbus just had a hideous turnover in their own zone, which almost led for a goal for the New York Islanders. And it was, oh, it was Holmstrom who flubbed the shot, and he's left shaking his head. Because he was in a premium opportunity to score point blank on the goalie and buried right into the crest. He's had two really good chances. Yep. He's got to do better. He does. He's got to do better there. From there, he's got to do better. The first one, he also had a similar shot from the other side. Uh, I thought it was a. I thought it was a kind of sneaky shot. He tried to go low side. He tried to go low to try to beat the goalie, but he made the save. He's not a goal scorer. If, a, if a goal scorer takes that shot, those are goals. That's Both correct. And that's not to criticize Simon Holmes. He is what he is. It's just I don't like when people expect him, oh, oh, he's the guy. He's the answer. He's not the answer. He's a third, fourth-line guy. So, you know, those are two. I mean, wide open in front of the net like that, you got to be a little bit better. Now, since our last show, the Islanders played and beat the Ottawa Senators. I believe it was 3-2 to two on Thursday. 
Now, that being said, Ottawa, I didn't know. I think somebody for Ottawa fractured his wrist or fractured his hand, one of the defensemen as well. And they're without, I think, three of their top six defensemen now. So we talked about Ottawa, right? Is that a team, a young team? They've made a lot of additions to the team. Does Ottawa have a chance to fight for a playoff spot? When you're missing three of your top six defensemen, that's a pretty hard bill to tote. Particularly when the strength of your team is not defense. That's correct. So it weakens and already weakens. It was Thomas Shabbat, who's been uh, like their top defenseman for a number of years. Uh, he's going to be out four to six weeks. Yep. So that's that's a big loss for them. Um, did he he got hurt in the Islanders game, right? Had yeah. to have. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So, yeah, it's uh, you know Islanders came in with a win. Tell me a little bit about what you thought against that game or in that game against the Ottawa Senators there, Grump. Ilya Sorokin earns two points. Him and Noah Dobson. That's it. That's all you need to know. Ilya Sorokin and Noah Dobson. Again. Noah Dobson's been looking great. He continues to be providing on the offensive side of the puck. And, you know, he's doing a good job at his own end as well. So He's the, the leading Islanders leading scorer. Yep. And this was, by the way, what was released here, grumpy old man, for the Ottawa Senators. When we talk about the defensemen who are out, you see Thomas Shabbat with a fractured hand on the block shot, and then Brandstrom and Zub are both out as well. So Branston I mean, got, Branston got hurt on the hit by Cal Clutterbuck. Um, yes, which I didn't feel was an intent to injure hit or a dirty hit. It was late, but I didn't think it was dirty. It was just you know, kind of what happened. He kind of fell right on the back of his. Head it's there. it was it was right between the I'm finishing my check and I'm hitting a guy a little well after the puck's gone. So it was right on the fine line, you know. It's not like a suspension worthy hit. I don't think. I think maybe you could argue that it was a little bit of a late hit, um, but he was just trying to follow through and he took a few extra strides and he finished a hit and the guy just happened to get upended. His feet or his skates left the ground, and you know he he went on his head and neck there area. So you know it always happens. great caution. Yeah, it happens. It's a physical sport. Stuff like that happens. So you don't wish on anybody. But uh, Columbus you know. is a team that's been struggling this year. Uh, I think they're three and four, something along that. Um, that's struggling. It'll be. I think it's three and four. What is our record? Three, two, and one. Okay, three wins, three losses. Okay, so I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, if Columbus wins tonight and we lose, I mean, you would say we're struggling. Yeah, I think if you're middle of the, you're, they're middle of the pack. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Less the middle of the pack. They're three, I mean, no, they're three, two, and two. Yeah, they're not very good. Columbus is not a very good team. I mean, so if they won in overtime, we'd have the same record as them. Anyway, well, I, I I just I wouldn't yeah, I necessarily guess. jump to say that they're struggling just quite yet. I think for for what happened, right? Because Babcock, right? You talk about everything that happened in the off season there, Grump. You know, I I feel like there was a lot more of a chance for things to go poorly at the beginning of this season, and I think they've been doing a pretty decent job there with with the circumstances. Okay. Uh, nice to see Varlamov in net today. You knew if he was going to get a game, uh, along with this little section here, it was going to be uh, against Columbus. Certainly the worst team we're going to be playing in a while. Uh, and you'll see Sorokin back in net, I believe, against Detroit. Um, but th this is a game the Islanders have to win. If you want to make playoffs, you have to take care of business against the lesser teams in the league. We've proven we can't beat the good teams. 
but you have to be able to beat the poor teams. Did you remind X that we're going live today early? I did not. Okay. I just shot him a text. Okay. He'll be jumping on here hopefully in a second. Um, but this is I mean, a game. This is a game you want all two points from. I don't I think mean, there's any way, you know, to like if right you can't sugarcoat a loss in a situation like this. You know, I'm not saying, hey, you know, this is a must win game. There's no such thing as a must win game less than 10 games in the regular season. But if you want to make the postseason, you have to take care of the teams like this who are going to be at the bottom of the division, at the bottom of the conference, you have to come away with points. You have to come away with wins against these type of teams. And your lines a little bit different uh, today. I think Holmstrom and Wallstrom on the same line with Pajot, I believe. Well, that's how they started out the last two games, Grumpy. But midway through both games, they went ahead and moved Wallstrom to the fourth line, Grump, and they moved Cal Clutterbuck to replace Wallstrom. Okay. I mean, to me, I think the Islanders carrying the play today, without a doubt. Um. So, and you see Anders Lee out there again with the first line. Oh, Matt Barzell has, he seems like he's got extra jump today. Sure. Without a doubt. Um, like I said, oh, now there's a bad turnover. Nice save by Varley. Back to back, two big saves. That's a bad turnover. Who was out there? It was the Pelican Dobson pairing. I don't know who made that pass, though. Who turned that puck over? I don't know who it was. I don't know, but what was the point you were making there, Grumpy, before you kind of got sidetracked? I, want- I just – Matt Barzell's looked really, really good so far tonight, and hopefully Varlamov can play like he did. I think if Varlamov plays like he did against Buffalo, the Islanders win this game today. He hasn't won a game since February of last year. Yep, well, February of this since, year, actually. He hasn't won a game since the trade deadline. So, right. you know, this is one – he'll probably definitely want to get a win. You know, it's it seems like Columbus is most dangerous against us in transition. You know, we're just in a spot to where we were caught out of position there. Hulak caught pinching a little bit, and it leads to two on one break. Where no, it was Ro- it was Romanoff who was caught pinching up. It was Romanoff, Romanoff was the one who slid to try to stop the pass. No, so incorrect, incorrect. Roman Pulak was the guy back. Romanoff was the guy who was out of position as usual. Okay, we'll agree to disagree because, anyway, the Islanders are going to be going on the power play. Um, Johnny Goudreau gets his stick in between the skates of Ryan Pulak, and we're going to be going on the power play. Islanders power play, Grumpy. What have you thought of so far this season? Not been great. It's not been great. Right? That's fair. I think that's fair. Sure. I mean, like, is it – I mean, like, you know – I think we've scored better at a better clip than we were last year, Grump. So, I mean, that's that's good. I mean, like, are you asking, are we a great power play? No. I think realistically the best thing we can be on this power play unit is good. So if we're good, I'm happy with the power play. Okay. I I mean, Columbus, Columbus team we should beat. Just, I, I mean, this I'm really asking should, you about the power play. I'm I don't think it's been good. I don't think it's been good. I already answered your question. It's not been good. Okay. What? It's, it's that commercial break right now. No, dude, I'm looking. That pass that when the Pelican uh, Dobson pair was out there was your boy Horvat who made the bad pass. I mean, Does so I'm just knock you. Well, I didn't know who it was. I wanted to know who it was. Okay. And you are correct. Romanoff was. I, I know I'm correct because I can do two things. Well, that's okay. okay. I've got that's it. Okay. I know I'm correct. Thank I you. Like to, I like to just make sure. That's all. Are you really trying to fact check my ass? Yes, absolutely. I'm watching it over absolutely. here. I can do two things at once. You're watching off your phone. Room. You're watching the game off your phone. Uh, yeah. Well, You're watching off your phone. Fuck. How you can watch hockey off your phone is just, 
you know, come on. You know, anyway, we're at commercial. So anyway, power play, you think has struggled this year. It's been better than it was last year. And again, like I'm not expecting there to be a night and day difference on the power play. We've scored more on it. We've had more success on the power play. That's, you know, that's what's important there about it. You know, and also the penalty kill. And hopefully we don't have to see that too many times this year or too many times tonight. We've been struggling on the penalty kill mightily so far this season. So yeah, it's early. It's early, though. It's early, but the penalty kill has been something that's been a strong suit of ours over the last few years because we have such great goaltending, right? So it's it's Absolutely. just a little odd to see us struggling so far so much on a penalty kill. Right now, we have 15% on the power play currently. That leads us 19th in the NHL. Yeah, 15% okay. is not – we were 18% last year, right? Something like that? Well, so early that the numbers are so few or the percentages are usually really low. But yes, right now we're at fifteen percent. We're nineteenth in the NHL. Okay. And I mean, you know we've had pretty good movement, I'd say, on this power play. We've gotten a few shots over here. I think Dobson's done a good job um, on number one, the power play, and on the point. And something he's been doing a really fantastic job of this season is he's doing a great job skating in to a chance in a slot and an opportunity to take a slap shot. But instead of taking the shot on target, he's making these slap passes, which allow for redirections or one-time opportunities for the man down low. I think that's something he's been doing extremely well this season. That's something that I think has led to great opportunities for the Islanders. They're trying some things a little bit different where they're having a Horvat in the high slot area and, uh, I, I now this power plays look pretty good. Of course, Columbus not that good, but I think this power plays look good. There's been good movement on the puck. They've had different variations. Uh, I like what they've done on this particular power play. But fifteen percent, fifteen percent on a season is not going to cut it, right? That's fair to say. You were talking before you kind of derailed what you're talking about. You're talking about how they're playing a little bit of a different role. Horvat's in a little bit of a different role this year in the power play. Please expand on that, Grumpy, because he's I think in a high slot. They had them in, they're they're moving things around a little bit, which I think they've been kind of stagnant. You're seeing a whole lot of passing. Nice, I mean, nice job. Actually, I like today's power play. Nice play by Palmieri there. They didn't score, but the puck movement has been very good on this particular power play. To further expound upon your point, because I do think it's something they're doing, they're getting the puck to Barzal. He's kind of moving towards the net grump. And he's making that pass there to Bo Horvat, who has that open opportunity to have a better shot and a little bit more open space. So that's what they're doing on the power play. It's creating good chances. It's not necessarily resulting in points and goals scored for us just quite yet. But right. it is better than what we saw last year. Yes. So at least that is room and signs for optimism. But this first power play, albeit it looked good, I liked what I saw. We're, you know, we, we exited the power play with no goal, no points to show for it. Well, still two seconds to go. They put the second unit out there, Pulak, Wallstrom, Pajot. Um, I don't know who the other two guys were. Yeah, they, they, they didn't score on the power play. Um, but, you know, it's it's I liked what I've seen from it. You know, we're going to back to a five on five hockey and it's been a pretty quick first period, right? There's only seven minutes remaining in the first period. There right. haven't been a lot of stoppages. That's there haven't right. been a lot of, you know, blown whistles. So, you know, it's, you kind of look down at you say, oh my gosh, we're already 13 minutes into the first period. So. I mean, you're right. No stoppages. I mean, they got a little bit frazzled, uh, both teams, a little run and gun style, which is not what's best for the Islanders, but I don't see the Islanders really playing button up defensively today um which against a team like this 
I think you should be doing that. No, I, I, they haven't really had too many chances that come in our zone. It's not like they've had prolonged possession or offense in the, in the offensive zone. It's been all in transition, right? And that's the thing that the Islanders are always going to be very susceptible to. They're not good skaters compared to the teams that have a lot of team speed. Maybe we're at, wow, the Islanders going back to the power play. Columbus is getting, is getting, and these are, these are honestly, these are bad penalties. It's a dumb penalty. He just took a Paul Bunyan slash and broke Oliver Wallstrom's stick. Yeah. The, That's see, a really stupid penalty. Well, their penalties in the offensive zone was just, they're just, that's just dumb. Sorry. It's dumb. Can't be doing stupid shit like that. Well, that, yeah. Can't be doing stuff, dumb stuff like that. Just yikes. I mean, uh, just a slash like that. I don't know. Even and Goudreau's was terrible too. Both in the offensive zone. You can't take penalties like that. I'm sorry. I'd say one thing: if you're the Islanders, you want to come away with a goal on this power play. You're just yeah. going through a spot where you've had two power plays, four minutes, four uh, minutes uh, of power play in less than you know five, five and a half minutes. You want to come away with a goal, right? I mean, because in in essence, it's like a double minor when you think about how long. It actually, you know, what was yeah. the difference between when the first penalty expired and the second one started? Yep. 30 seconds, maybe, not even. Absolutely. And that's 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 my whole point. You know, you want to come away with, yeah, they talk about it. Yep, Andrew Gross just made a tweet about it. Both penalties in the offensive zone, just silly, stupid mistakes. It's dumb, dumb. Uh, Erica Branson. Is Hard to believe that he's still around, isn't it? I mean, how bad does your defense have to be when Erica Branson is playing on it at this point in time? That's... You know, it's like, come That'd on. Be bad. Yeah. I mean, he's not the most fleet of foot. Uh, he's going to be out there. You know, he's going to throw some rough stuff. You see it there with Palmieri a little bit. Uh, first power play unit back out there. Um, you got Nelson taking the taking the face off, which he lost. Uh, it happens. It happens. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you want to come in with a goal on this power play. Bottom line, I'll be a little disappointed if we don't. Yeah. You know, the team's been out there. You got to exert a lot of energy and effort when you're on the penalty kill, especially two penalty kills in such short a time period. Mm. Um, the second power play unit has not looked as good as that first power play unit. That's for certain. Well, second power play unit was only out for 10, like 10 seconds of the, of the first power play. Now, I mean, that was a wide open chance in front of the net. Yep. I mean, it's like, come on, fellas, wake up. I mean, but I mean, I feel we've outplayed uh, Columbus in this game, sure. you know, for the vast majority of the game. They've had a couple of chances where we make a little mistake or a turnover in our zone. That's the one thing you don't want to do that that dumb stuff. It's, it's, it keeps these poor teams in games. Because they're going to go through time periods where things just click for them, right? And, you know, they're going to go through time periods where it looks like nothing's going well. Or they get a lucky break where it's a lot of time. That's how the Islanders play against good teams. They're just hemmed in and all of a sudden, bang, they'll get some goal off some crazy pass or, you know, somebody making a mistake in defensive zone. And I don't like to see that when it's the Islanders against a weaker team. It's like, you can't make those dumb, you can't make those dumb mistakes. It's two bad passes, right? I mean, right in front of the goal. You can't do that. Gotta be smarter. Okay. Just to, to give a little update for those power play is over. Islanders, did not generate, I'd say, even half as many chances as they had on the first power play. As great as that first power play was, the second power play was awful. 
yes. you know, the second power play opportunity was not a good one for the New York Islanders. So disappointing to say the least. We've got the fourth line back out there on the ice. Um, and, you know, somebody I think he's been playing, you know, he's been doing his job out there despite getting criticism from the fans like we saw against Noah Dobson, right? All the all the unjust criticism. Cal Clutterbuck's done a decent job out there for what they're asking him to yeah. do. Yeah. When Cal Clutterbuck is healthy, he still performs. He does what he what his role is. He's a fourth-line guy. To be a nuisance, to be an energy guy, to throw pucks on net. That simple. And he's doing that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like I said, I think he's been good so far this year, Cal Clutterbuck, overall. I think the team, right? If you if you if you hyper fixate on certain sections and certain play, you're going to see that all the time. You're going to see defensive mistake or a mistake here, an issue there. But every single player has those, right? That's why it's like when you praise somebody too much, right? They have they have their warts. But when you're you're hammering a guy, you know every other player on this team is making same or similar mistakes. There's nobody perfect out there on the ice. That's sure. certain. Um, and let's, I guess, start looking at some comments here, Grumpy. Scott L., Grumpy. Why sign Gauthier if all he's going to do is sit? Enough with the vet loyalty. Sit Clutterbuck and Martin, uh, whatever, Clutter Martin. Um, seen enough of them to put speed into the lineup won't hurt them. Martin's the guy who needs to sit, honestly. He's not being utilized. And when you're on the power play, he's not on the ice. When you're on a penalty kill, He's not on the ice. He's a fourth line guy that play, maybe he's on the maybe he plays a few penalty kill shifts. But like to, to be a guy who doesn't play a lot of specials that's on the fourth line, I, I don't know. That's not somebody I'd say is is crucial to have on the team. Gauthier has the speed to kill penalties, right? Yeah. We know he could be out there on a more. Our penalty kills suck so far this season. It's it's about the healthy scratch, right? I mean, but they didn't pay much to get him. I mean, what a million? Pretty much a vet minimum deal. Nothing, nothing spectacular. Oh, he was just picked up off the scrap heap. Yeah. Next uh, comment. That's Quickly. all you got to say on that, Grump? That's it. Next comment. Fuck. Scott <laughs> Levy says, will Lambert sit Aho and let Boldu take a spot permanently, or is Aho the new Brian Strait played in every game under crappy, and he was terrible? I think that they want to uh, ease Bolduke into the lineup. I mean, he's playing right now. Right, so you can't complain about. It. I think he's looked better because he's more, he's, he's bigger. He has more physical advantages than Aho, but they kind of know what Aho brings. Uh, the underscore. Yes, Kyle Palmieri puts one in the back of the net. Looks and like it was, takes a bounce off the boards and it goes fortuitously, or maybe a bounce off the goalie and it bounces right to Kyle Palmieri, who's able to shovel that into the net. It, I think it was a terrible clearing attempt from Columbus. Columbus has looked awful. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. Angvalt, Jesus Christ. My God, what it wasn't look at the shitty rebound control by the goalie. They, Holy they, they look like God. bees. They look like bees. Well, it's not, okay, it's not that. The fault's the goalie. If you watch it again, when they show it, Engvall throws a wraparound shot, not even looking at the net, just throws it on target at the goalie. The goalie has it in the middle. He shovels the pass right to Kyle Palmieri, who hits it right into the net, and the net's wide open. That's all, a genius job by the goalie. All of the defense was on the left-hand side of the ice. That's why Kyle Palmieri was so wide open. So I mean, he was ridiculously wide open. Rebounds like that. My God, it was a freaking wrister from almost a point. It doesn't matter. The fact that the whole, all the defense 
The whole team was on the left-hand side of the ice. Is why Palmieri's wide open for that shot. That's why it was scored. I mean, they were Aho. It was off a face-off. Do I mean, we? Oh, I'll pull it up again so we can look at that here later. Um, but just to let you know, Aho and Bolduc are both playing tonight. Yeah. Scott Mayfield's still not playing. Right. Like when 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 Mayfield comes back as to what the Islanders are going to do, right? We'll we'll find out. I assume Bolduc's the guy who sits. James F. Grumpy. I don't expect to win because they don't have a good record in Columbus. I expect them to win today. Columbus sucks. They're bad. Yeah, they're terrible. Record's not bad, but they're not good. Let's go Islanders, says Frank. Grumpy, next comment here for you, buddy. No grump. Soroking, Dobson, and Horvat, who also had two points and many good shots. I'm saying overall on the year. I'm not talking about one game. And then, you know, like I said, Columbus is good for maybe a rush. And then the Islanders uh, dominate again. Like I said, this would be an easy win. I love, I like the hustle from Oliver Wallstrom today. I really do. He's okay. I'm gonna let you know something though. Every single game as of recent, he's being thrown out there. Oh my God! Did you see the wraparound attempt? Yeah. It's one to where Pelic. I mean, Pelic gets kind of transfixed on him. He does a good job blocking out. Varley gets a good job of covering the ice. And he's able to stop that attempt and opportunity there. Um, but in, they would have to score in transition. They have been thoroughly dominated today. Absolutely. And I expect that to remain the same. I don't yes. expect us to have any issues with them. No, no, no way. This is a game that we should easily win. Easily. All right, Grump. Let's read and comments here, my friend. So we can let's get all go Islanders. Oh, okay. I'm just popping these up. I thought X and X. My little my little brownie says, "What happened to the defensive side of the Islanders game?" Lambert knows the trot system. So here's the goal that Paul Mary scored here to provide that visual there for us. Here you go, Grumpy. We'll come watch this here too. Um, here, right? You do have everybody crammed on one side of the ice. That's that's, that's the a problem. Hold on. That's Look at where this shot's from. Hold on. Look at where this shot's from. It's on the ice. A wrister, and look at look at this opportunity that it creates. I mean, this is a it's a shitty job all the way around. Terrible. You wonder why Columbus is going to be one of the worst teams in the division, maybe one of the worst teams in the conference, because of shit like this. Look it's at like this. They, they they're all on the left hand side of the ice. He's wide open. Bolduc's wide. He got two guys who are wide open. All he's got to do a nice pass by Nelson. All right, and he's wide. I mean, wide freaking open. It's not a pass wide by open. Nelson. It's not a pass by Nelson. Again. That you didn't watch. This is Pierre Engvall taking a shot on goal from this spot. So you have a mixture of shitty goaltending and bad defense. You're not going to win games. Okay. He throws the puck on net. <laughs> and look at the rebound control. Okay. When you see the goalie looking like this, he's like, holy shit, I just gave up the juiciest fucking rebound known to mankind. How do you not do a better job of controlling this rebound? I mean, that's, I mean, all the way around, we're going to pummel Columbus. I'd be shocked if we don't win this game for nothing. And nice. Lee drew a penalty. It took away. He was holding that stick for an awful long time. And Anders or Anders Lee, Anders Lee committed a penalty, right? Yes. They're on a power play. Yes. He was holding that stick for an awful long time before it was called. It finally was so egregious that the official, he watched it and watched it and watched it. I'm like, uh, and they, he finally called it. I mean, had to this Columbus team does not scare me at all. No, this is just like a pretty much you show up and you collect your victory. 
Yes. You lose games like this, you got to be disappointing. You just can't fall asleep. That's really what it is. You can't fall asleep. You can't get sloppy. You can't disengage, right? Stay stay focused, build up a score, build up a lead, and then you can relax a little bit. And Varley has to be on his toes. Well, I think Varley's played well. Varley played I, well the first game he played this season. Yeah. What I'm saying is Varley's going to have to continue to be on his toes today. I think he's made a couple of good saves today. And it's not like, uh, you know, it's like they get one rush or something. So it's not like sustained. He's going to have to keep his his focus tonight because they might get the odd chance here or there. And so far he's done that. So that's yeah. what you expect from your backup. It's shocking that Columbus has 12 shots on that. You wouldn't expect that from how one-sided of a period this has been, no. in my opinion. And their power play is anemic yeah it just it just they're just bad they're just coming in bad. just trying to take a slap shot trying to put a few pucks on net they don't really have good movement there's not much cohesion this columbus team is bad yeah we're gonna win i this is a game where i think we can pile it on this should be a fun game right this yeah. should be a fun game for us to watch it should be a fun game for under fans to enjoy one where we absolutely dominate this this columbus blue jack I, I honestly don't know how they won three games the thing is, they were losing all the shitty teams on their schedule too. They're losing to like the Anaheim Ducks and teams like that. So, I guess you know the other teams come in there and they just ah, well, it's Columbus, and they get Columbus. The Columbus beat the Rangers the second game of the season five three. They beat the 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 the, uh, the Calgary Flames who were bad. They beat the Minnesota Wild. Those are the three wins they have. They lost in regulation against the the, the Red Wings. They lost in regulations against the against the Flyers. They lost in overtime against the Ducks and the Canadians. And I'll tell you what, that's a pretty, with the exception of the Rangers, that's a pretty easy schedule. Yeah. Uh, Calgary hasn't played well this year. Um, you know, uh, Rangers are, uh, you know, they're going to be a postseason team. They're a very formidable opponent. But, I mean, the Red Wings are probably going to be a team that's on the outside looking in. But I think they take a step forward this year. But, yeah, and, and Minnesota Wild, they're a good team too. So They've not... Minnesota's not been that good to start the year. Their uh, their defense has been poor. Their defense has been really poor this year. I mean, they were a team that always played buttoned-up defense, solid goaltending. It's not been the case this year. I'm interested what their record is now that you now that you got me three, thinking. Three three and that. one. Minnesota's three three and one. Or three three and two. Um, yeah. Now I you know they just lost in shootout last night against the Washington Capitals, who are three three and one as well. Okay. So the whole thing is they've given up 34 goals in eight games. Wow. That's and that's not Minnesota hockey. It's no, it's not. not. No, it's not. Um, end of the first period. Islanders have a one-nothing lead over the Columbus Blue Jackets. This is gonna be a fun one for us. I think we're gonna dominate them. So I'm excited to watch this game here today. Um Absolutely. before we go ahead and start jumping in. Um, before we go ahead and start jumping in here to our comments, we do have an ad today to read from DraftKings, ladies and gents here. Um, let me pull that up there for us. Okay. Yeah, do that. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by DraftKings here. I know the holiday season, right? It can get a little chaotic. And we're about to launch into Halloween. What is it? Halloween's coming up on Tuesday. You got Thanksgiving around the corner. You've got Christmas. You got Christmas shopping. There's a lot going on here. The holiday season could be very chaotic. And um, it may be too early to start decorating for the holidays. Oh, wait, hold on. This is, you know, Grumpy, I about, I about biffed the ad because I think the ad's two different ad reads. So we got one from Raycon, one from DraftKings. First one we'll do here is always DraftKings there. 
Um, the NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet $5 on any game this week and score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook in that app now and use the promo code THPN. New customers should score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. Again, that's promo code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Hope and Y. And Connecticut, help is available if you have a gambling problem. If you call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org, please play responsibly on behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resort, a licensee partner of Golden Nugget Lake Charles. You must be 21 years or older, but age varies by jurisdiction. It's void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms and responsible gambling resources. Nice job. Don't we you have sit back? You sit back and kick your legs back, Grumpy, as I do all the work right I've here. I've already done it. You sit back and kick your leg, kick, kick back, Grumpy, because we do have an ad today to read from also Raycon Grump. Raycon. Raycon. And now this, right? We're talking about the crazy, the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. Grumpy, you, you, Hold you on. have my Hold Christmas on. present yet, Grumpy? You Hold got on. my Christmas present, huh? Hold on. So you read the first comment, the uh, the first ad was actually the Raycon one, and you didn't realize until you were halfway in that it was halfway in. Do you not pay attention? It's not halfway into the ad. It was just a little portion. I got to. I have to. They ask you to put some of your personal touch on it, grumpy old man. So I got to put the personal touch on it. Oh God. Okay. Anyway, so you know, let me ask you this, grumpy. Do you have do you have the bird? You have my you have the Christmas gift, grumpy, that you're getting me yet for Christmas time. I know what I'm getting you. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you whatever I think you should get, regardless of what you want. That's what (laughs) I'm gonna get. What I think you should get. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas, Grumpy. But I'll tell you this: if you don't know what you're getting, loved ones for Christmas, sometimes it could be stressful. It could be a lot to do, and you and you know you kind of let it wait to the last minute, and you're like, oh shit, I forgot to get Grumpy a present, or I forgot to get Sun X a present. So you know sometimes you get caught a little late, but hey. Um, it, it's may not be too early yet to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. And why not take care of it now before the crowds and pack calendars make shopping a total nightmare, especially when you can get some of the best deals um, of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. You heard me talk about Raycon products before, right? You know, we always talk about how Grumpy loves his Raycon. Grumpy would say, oh, man, he loves his little Raycon headphones. Grumpy, when you walk the neighborhood, you wear your Raycon headphones, right? No, because you poach them. No, Grumpy, you have them. You're the king of the neighborhood, you always tell us. And you walk around to the king of the neighborhood, but you poach all the whatever freebies we get, TJ poaches from stuff. Uh, He's a mooch. He's a mooch. Sure. Grumpy, it tells us to add some personal touch to it. Okay, you want some more personal touch? Grumpy. That's fine. You want some more personal touch? Today I get a phone call from TJ. Oh, 
uh, hey, do you use Netflix? That's not at all how the tenure of this conversation works. Do you went. use Netflix anymore? I'm like, do you still use Netflix? I'm like, yeah, we have Netflix. I said, are you using your Netflix account? I oh. said, that's fine. I said, do I just need to get my own or can I go ahead and pay to be added as one? Does it keep it cheaper if I get added as one? Yeah. Oh, one have, your the warden, have the warden take, we can, add, they add us to the family plan. So, and so what does the warden say? Well, you know what that means? She's not going to let her little sunny boy chip in. <laughs> She's got, well, okay, just put, just go ahead, add it on. The warden won't let me buy, buy anything. But it's like, oh, sure. Sonny Boy wants something? Just give it to him. Sure. Get this the warden character. Plan. This warden character is pretty good. I like this warden character, Grumpy yeah, Old Man. Sure. Yeah. So I called up today. We got added to this. Parasite. That's what I am. Sure, 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 Grumpy Old Man. But yes, continuing with the ads. So we're not reading a 10-minute long ad read, Grumpy, as you keep distracting us, as you're half paying attention, half watching TV. Raycon. Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like their 32-hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. Hey, Grumpy. Those are pretty good. You go ahead and like the little charging ports like they've got for the Apple products. It's pretty nice to have. And their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, uh, micro U USB, not UBS as Grumpy would say, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt power delivery. Um, their faucet or their facet filter and ultra filters, uh, the water, uh, what the? Their faucet filter ultra filters the water and your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. It's a must have. Hold on. What? They have filters that you put on there, like on your water now, Raycon does. This can't be right. I don't know. I'll skip over that. That's hold on. Does Raycon sound like a company that would start putting like faucets and doing like cleaning, like purifying water? That's How odd. How do I know? I don't know. I'm gonna have to look. I at haven't it. gotten their latest uh, corporate report, so I have no idea. <laughs> Raycon is known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder um, that their products have racked up tens of thousands of five star reviews. To get everybody into the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering twenty percent off everything on their site with select products up to fifty percent off. So beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you don't want to miss out on the Raycon early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN and get 20% or get 20, get to 20 to 50% off site-wide. Um, that's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off on Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Wow, Raycon got their money worth with that. Uh that uh ad read what the f hold on i got i guess i gotta message them there's no way in hell raycon an audio company is doing some sort of like faucet to where they're purifying maybe they're, water maybe they're multifaceted <sighs> that doesn't make sense anyway um grump first period we dominate we look like we look like uh you know like we should against them that's what i like to see yeah i just is anyone who retires with the Islanders get a, a gig with TV crew? You see Corey Snyder out there today with Shannon. Uh, I mean, 
shouldn't the Devils give him a shot? That's where he played, you know, a vast majority of his career. I thought he Vancouver. played the majority. I thought he played the majority of his career with Vancouver. No. Well, I mean, then he went to the Devils. He was there for a long time. That's when he was, you know, top flight goalie. He was a backup in Vancouver. He was freaking Varlamov in Vancouver. He was better in Vancouver than he was in in, in in New Jersey. That's for sure. I just want to know how the hell he gets a job with the Islanders. What he played two, three games for the Islanders? Does he have a job with the Islanders? Is just he's working. He's sitting next to Shannon in the in the intermission interview. Maybe he's good company, Grump. He's dressed up. It's like you know, I'm watching something. It's like uh, what do he you should have damn wore himself a damn tank top with no sleeves. Is what he should have done. You know, I'm watching. You know, I see the people in the crowds. It's like you know Halloween night or whatever the hell they call it. And there was some kid over there. His dad is dressed up as freaking where's Waldo. And the kid must be embarrassed because he's like Spider-Man. I know that he wants to just hit him with some type of web shit and sling him over the moon. He's like, dude, where's Waldo? Is that the best you could do as a for a costume dad? I know that's what the kid is thinking. How old is a kid, Grumpy? Old enough where he knows that where's Waldo is a freaking embarrassment and he's Spider-Boy. Spider-Boy, Jesus Christ. Oh, Grumpy. James F says here, guys. Is the Oilers coach in the hot seat already, or is it too early? It's too early for them to be in the hot seat. I don't now, think it's too early. They're underperformed this year. If when McDavid comes back, they're still not winning games, absolutely he's on the hot seat. You realize they weren't winning games with McDavid. They're one McDavid five. They only played two games this season, Grumpy. They're one five and one. He only played two of those games. So he played more games than that. Really? How many games did Connor McDavid play this year? Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check your ass. Go ahead. I see the most. Pops. When you hear the when you hear the snap, that means next comment, please. You think X is actually paying attention to you? Please, come on, Grump. Aren't you in charge of the comments? Aren't you the one he who played the five line? games? McDavid played five. I games. told you, I know he played more than two. He's okay. only played two games since then, since the injury. Oh, so he's he's already off the injury. No, he's only played two games. He's they yeah, only the Oilers have only played two games yeah. since he's been injured. Okay. One, five, one. Hard to understand today. Here we go. Rob G says Simon Holmstrom looks pretty good so far. Engvall needs to score. Well, I wouldn't count on Engvall scoring. I wouldn't count and on Simon him. Holmstrom. He's looked okay today. Had two primo scoring opportunities. If he was a you know a goal scorer, somebody who deserves time on the first line, he'd have two goals tonight. Oh, don't grumpy. Don't don't at me, huh? Otherwise, we're just going to do whatever I want to comment wise. I'll what post the comments. I really do. Huh? Real, That's right, tyrant. I don't want to be snapped at. The tyrant doesn't want to be snapped at, grumpy old man. I think everyone Frank. likes that. Frank says, Yeah, they really like it. Grump. Grump. Ronald sprawled out by the net. He didn't get beat. It's true. He I got beat. It was well, no, he, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. It wasn't him. It was, I thought he was pinching up. It was not. You know what? Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy says, you know, I'm gonna start, you know what I'm gonna start doing when you're when you're too hyper fixated on TV? I'm gonna start going, you do Grumpy, that anyway. You're paying attention, Grump. Put the comment up. <laughs> Jeremy says, Mayfield being out hurts the penalty kill. It absolutely does. He's a big I, loss for the penalty kill. He usually plays for defensive pairings, he usually plays the most time on a penalty kill as a defense. Yes. Yeah, they're showing that really and on on the the Columbus telecast. They're showing that really shitty pass there by Bo Horvat, who, who tried to pass the puck in his own defensive zone to the middle of the ice. Yeah, just can't, can't make dumb mistakes like that. Just can't. And that's the only way that Columbus is going to have a chance to score goals is by really stupid mistakes like that. No brain farts. Smart, clean hockey will come out with two points without a doubt. JP Grumpy here to hoping. 
Palmieri and Pulak have a good night. They're both on my fantasy team now. Well, I hope uh, you're not playing me, so I hope you're right. Dan says, uh, Dobson seems, and uh, see now, are those, are these all the babies? Dan L. These are his kids. They're, I know. Up. I'm looking there. They're grown up now. They're grown up. Well, more grown up than they were. Dobson seems to be moving so much more with and without the puck. The puck. It's a welcome development. Yeah. He's, he's our best defenseman by far, by far. It's not even close. Yep. He's looked great. He's looked great so far. See it. What the heck? <laughs> you know what? Charlotte's going to go ahead. She yeah. threw one of the damn cords, so almost had a shitty audio day. So I was luckily able to get some more cords. I had to teach her a little lesson through biting through cords there, Grumpy. Matthew S. says those third jerseys are hideous. Yeah, Columbus, it's like the little the cannon. Columbus, I would, I'd hate to be a Columbus fan. I wouldn't buy any of their merch. It's shitty looking. It's really none, bad. None of it. Jeremy Ford, Grumpy. Who are your top five players outside of the Islanders? And when I say Islanders, I mean Sorokin. Do you really enjoy watching? They're... Oh, look at Jeremy that made a joke. Read it again, Grumpy. Who are your top five players outside of the Islanders? And when I say Islanders, I mean Sorokin. <laughs> Who do you enjoy watching? Go ahead, DJ. Tackle that one. Um, hmm. I'll be honest. If I'm looking at just players I like to watch, I like to watch McDavid. I like to watch Alexander Ovechkin. I like to watch... I like to watch the Kachuk brothers. I'll count them as one. I like to watch the Kachuk brothers. I like what they bring to the table. I like to watch Vasilevsky in postseason performances. He's somebody I really do enjoy watching. And we're going one more. I like to hate watch this player, Brad Marchand. I like to watch Bobby Orr and Mario Lemieux. Next. Your top five players. You only, the, those are the top five, Grumpy. Those two or five. They they were like five. Any those two make up five players all on their own. Reading I see is a struggle today, Grumpy old man. Mm -hmm. Tisk tisk. They showed, by the way, on the Columbus telecast, and I I, I was reading what was in the closed captioning. They were talking about how coach was kind of tearing in a little bit to the team. <laughs> they the were terrible. Period. They were terrible. They couldn't have looked worse in the first period. They're lucky they're only down one nothing. Lucky. I agree with that. So they just they they panned over to that, and you could see all the players were like are like sitting like this, and he's he's getting animated as shit like that, pointing around and getting all freaking animated. So that was kind of they like, just showed some guy waving a Columbus flag, and I think he was blindfolded. I mean, I'd want to be blindfolded so no one knew I that I couldn't see that I was waving the Columbus flag. He was blindfolded because he was doing such a poor job or because he was waving the Columbus flag. I'm he was confused. waving the Columbus flag, and I think they, he was blindfolded. He was probably wearing a costume. But, you know, maybe he was blindfolded because he didn't, you know. He didn't want to be associated hey. with the colors. My God, Grub. Yeah. Just, <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. Guys, okay. I think James says, guys, I think they need to trade Pajot at the trade deadline. He did nothing anymore. He does nothing anymore. Um. Is he, he's going to be hard to move unless he picks his play up? The thing with with Jean Gabriel Pajot is we're never going to trade him. Outside of the four centers we have on this roster, we have no center depth. They're not going to move Barzal to a second line center or a third line center and Brock Nelson to move around. The centers are who they are. We cannot afford to move a center. It's just as simple as that. So I don't think Jean Gabriel Pajot 
is he's not the same John Gabriel Pajot of years past. He's not. I like the energy that I've seen from him. It's better than last year, but we're only like seven games in now. So, you know, we've talked about this before. When you try to play a 200-foot game, it's really tough to do that over a long stretch. They have a stat up. In the shots allowed to see in the Islanders, the first two games, 42. The last four, 166. Yeah, I remember. Oh, man, we did such a good job of closing out and shutting down Arizona. We oh, look dominant against them. It's just, just the shots on goal. My we held Arizona to 14 shots on goal. Do you remember that, Grumpy? And that was right. the thing. We're just I, so great. I, we're I closing were, everybody out, and it's not the case. They're just talking about the disparity in the shots and goal from the first two to the last four, like over 41 and a half shots per game where the first couple were 21. That's that the reason I was again, I was just bringing that point up. Remember, we were talking, people were opining that, hey, the reason we held Arizona only 14 shots is because we're that damn good. We found out that same team is always. That's why I was bringing it up. Uh, Milo Brownie says, Barzi delivered one of the most perfectly placed passes I've ever seen to Dobson. That's the Islanders future should be cultivated. Absolutely, Milo Brownie. Absolutely. David Sean McDonald Grumpy. Now the second period has started. I don't know how TJ. We get five comments during the intermission, but you know during the game somehow we'll get all the comments. They'll just throw them all up. I like to give you comments during the game so you could start paying attention. Well, I, I, if we're doing comments. a freaking watch along, you have to watch the game. I don't have a phone like this to watch the game on. I watch it on a television screen. You can't. You, you grumpy. You're getting to that age. Grumpy, you're getting to that age, oh, grumpy old man. When I talk to you and I don't have your undivided attention, oh, I know nothing's God. going through. You are pathetic. Dallas McDonald says, "Can we ever want to draw on the power play? Our percentage is so good. However, terrible when a man up." Now, here's the thing. We they talked about this earlier on. We've struggled winning faceoffs when we're the road team. Oh, the faceoff percentage has been so fantastic. Well, that's because we've had a lot of home games compared to the away games. I'll be interested to see how the face-offs continue going on the road a little bit. Um, Jeremy Ford. Oh, man. Oh, man. Almost close opportunity for Columbus. Islanders come out flat. Maybe the tongue lashing that Columbus got in intermission uh, is showing up here as well. Well, I was about to say, maybe it's not the Islanders coming out flat. Maybe it's Columbus actually doing what they're supposed to. In the first period, they looked hideous. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a team that looks that poor. It's like we're in trouble in transition. This is a team we struggle in transition. I think we're okay when guys settle down to the zone, but when there's when there's like transition up front, we're struggling. Yeah, man, break. It's a two-on-one with, oh, Bo Horvat's pass is intercepted, trying to feed that to Anders Lee. Did have a little bit of a chance, but my gosh, ugh, intercepted Columbus. pass. Holy shit. Who is, my God. Who is that behind the net who just got absolutely destroyed? Oh, my God. Romanoff got the puck dispossessed and fell down to the ice behind his own net. Columbus coming out with much more jump in the second period. Uh, I guess that's why they showed me at the Columbus the Columbus telecast. Coach tearing into those players. I mean, it's definitely looked like it's reciprocated to a positive result on the ice so far. I don't think – for as much love as Romanoff's getting, I don't see it. I think he's looked – I mean, like, uh, I don't know. He's not very, he's not good. He's positionally unsound. That's it. Yeah. He's a structural anomaly. You go, Dan L. Grumpy. Clutter and Martin have been fine. It's just the fact that, that we are wasting cap space on them and preventing young guys from getting in the lineup. No reason to have them still on the team. Well, it's their last year, probably their last year. Maybe we can give them an extension. 
I will tell you this much. With two years left of Brock Nelson, I definitely see them extending Brock Nelson, as weird as that sounds, if, if Lou Lamarillo is still here. That would be a mistake. You don't extend 33-year-old players for a team that's not very good. Just don't do it. Frank, grumpy old man. Martin just made a great play and shot. Clutter has been great so far this year. Hmm. There it is there. James F., grumpy old man. Guys, is this a Texas Rangers year for a championship? I hope so. That was a great game last night. Yep. Extra really innings. Yeah. And Corey Seager with a two-run homer in the ninth inning to tie it. It was it was good. It was a good yeah. game to watch. Paul Mary says Frank there. Pavilion has no points. Ratu is in the AHL. Great deal by Lou. Uh, how do you know what how do you know what Ratu's gonna be? You also gave up a first round pick that we're just ignoring. Um and Bavillier, and those guys all combined don't make half the money that that Horvat does. I'm just going to ask you this too: Who's got a better record? Vancouver's off to a pretty decent start, right? Uh, okay, they played they played that miserable Edmonton team twice. The, Edmonton's a disaster defensively, just a disaster. I'm thinking Vancouver is one of the best records in the NHL right now. Okay, do we think it's going to stay that way? They're five and two. Okay. So are the Rangers. What the hell does that mean? Oh, I th oh, guess what? The Rangers. Okay. The Canucks have beaten the Blues, the Predators, who are bad, the Panthers. They lost there to the Lightning four to three. They lost to the Flyers. They beat the Oilers twice. And that's their record there. They've got there. They've got the Rangers actually tonight, Grumpy Old Man. There you go. That's a game I'm sure you're going to watch. Yeah, they're my two favorite teams, Grumpy. Uh -huh. Maybe if, they could, if they could fit the Detroit Red Wings on the ice at the same time, I'd have all three of my favorite teams I'd be watching. And Columbus sucks. Oh, they're Jesus. It's, honestly, it's a hard game to watch. Who There's couldn't no clear the puck? Game. Romanoff didn't clear the puck out of the zone again. God, my. Mm. Oh, got to clear the puck out of our own zone. Thank God it didn't hurt us. But yeah, Columbus has looked better this period. They look sloppy as a whole, though. But you can tell there's more energy and there's more effort on the ice right now for Columbus than there was the first period. How much did they charge to get into a Columbus Blue Jackets game? I could tell you that. Give me a second. My God, we just walked in. Great save by Vol. Just walked in. I mean, who? Oh, it's the fourth line. What the hell do you expect? The fourth line there. We've got um, penalty. Oh, Jesus. Dobson took a cross check. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ugh. Now, here's the thing I will say this. Um, people complain about the lack of physicality on a few of the other teams telecasts. They've been mentioning how Dobson has been cross-checking forwards down low. Hmm. So, right. yeah, as a two and one chance and it's Pelix guy that has the, the opportunity to redirect that on, on that. So, uh, I, that wasn't even really much of a cross-check to be honest, but first penalty kill coming up for the Islanders grumpy old man. Got to kill this there. Um, here you go. Rogue Gamer. Columbus uniforms are crappy. They're horrible. The whole, the whole, everything is terrible about Columbus. Terrible. Oh, gosh. They should just um, give their shit away. Free food, free tickets. We suck. Now, when you're, when you're asking about the price, are you asking on the resale market or what does it cost to buy directly from the source? I, I mean, I don't, I don't even care. What's the resale? Can't the cheapest tickets for tonight's game were at four dollars. I mean, they're terrible. And uh, honestly, that's overpriced. <laughs> oh, good gracious! That's a Saturday game, by the way. I'm gonna look here on Halloween night, so you come dressed up. 
Oh my Play god. The it pool. Like it was pretty good attendance too. Four bucks. Four bucks. I mean, Jesus. I'm looking here. You can get seats on the in the bottom bowl for forty seven dollars, forty three dollars, okay. forty one. Just do you, cheap. Do you even want to waste that much money watching Columbus play? Probably not. I'd be good sitting a little bit higher. Um, to be quite frank with you, I'd be better doing something else. Yeah, it's more like the time that I would dedicate to doing something like that. You'd have to be a real Columbus super fan in order to to, to freaking just like when if the, when the Islanders are bad. And you watch the Islanders game. You got to be a real Islander fan to go there. It's not like you're just like, "Hey, we got to do something on Saturday." Yeah, let's go to Columbus Blue Jackets game. That's not something you say. That's a legit cross check by Dobson. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. James says tomorrow is my girlfriend Franz's birthday. Franz. They showed, by the way, they're birthday. showing. Oh, I just want to say, James, happy birthday to Franz. Happy birthday, James. They're showing his girlfriend, Franz. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I I, I want to go ahead. DJ, don't give a shit about your friend about your girlfriend's birthday. You're like trying to hit on Franz, like you're thinking like he made a, maybe just made a spelling mistake. Why you keep saying Franz? Franz, I get it. He's happy birthday to his girlfriend, Grumpy. You trying? Are you trying to attack James? That's what it sounds like. You're trying it to do some like mean spelled, shit. Oh, well, James is notorious for spelling errors. That's all I'm saying. Okay, happy birthday. If your girlfriend's named Franz, happy birthday to her. If it's a typo. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, James. Hopefully you you've got That's a all we wanted, some type of acknowledgement. You not, have a a typical, not a typical tyrannical TJ blow-by. Hopefully you have a thoughtful day and a date planned out with her on Sunday. And hopefully there's no island. There'll be no Islanders game to go ahead and disrupt you from that. There they're talking about right now in transition what they're doing. And you remember the, the pass opportunity, Grumpy? Grumpy, remember the pass opportunity? Just keep talking, son. Just keep talking. I can hear you. Nay. I don't. I don't read lips. Just keep talking. How do you like that, Grump? Gotta get Grumpy's attention over ridiculous. here. Ridiculous. So they're talking about what they're doing right now. They're having a lot of three-on-two man rushes going the other direction, and a lot of times it's going out wide. You got the puck out from the wide angle, like from a left wing. They're passing it there to the center, and it goes and gets redirected right on ice. They did the same thing. They did it first there to the Dobson and Pellick pairing. They did the same thing on earlier on on that same shift. They did it there to uh, Bull Duke and Ajo. So that seems to be the MO, how they're trying to generate some offense and transition on a three-on-two to try to go ahead and to generate there to make that pass across ice. Holy shit, there's another okay. one. Okay. Uh, let me just say that uh, this Islander penalty kill has been ultra-aggressive, and it's certainly helped them out. Had an odd man rush going back the other way. Uh, it's been a good penalty kill for the Islanders. Just the aggression has been really good. Pressure on the point, men. Nice job. Boone Jenner just fed a great pass to, I don't know who the hell number 17 he is. Romanoff. Okay. It was a nice pass. Romanoff missed. And if he makes contact with that, it may go in the back of the net. It was a real good pass. They mis-executed. But that is the MO right now for Columbus. Enter in on a three-on-two. Make a cross-ice pass to a guy who's currently unmarked and try to redirect it on that. That's how they're trying to score on us right now. Nice defense by Pulak on this penalty kill, shielding guys off. Really nice. This been a this been a really good penalty kill. And Varlamov has been outstanding today. I mean, let's give credit where credit's due, right? I know he's a backup. Everyone knows he's a backup. But he's really done his job the two games he's played so far this year. And they killed off the power, the power play. Good job by the Islanders all around on that. Helic is on the bench, crouched over on the bench, was hitting, I think, the stomach or the wrist. Don't like to see that. 
No. Want to see Pelican out there soon. Hopefully he doesn't have anything shattered or nothing broken there. Blocking nice a odd man rush by the second line again. Nice job. Holy shit, that hit off the post. Nice. Brock really. Nelson hits that off the post, I think. Yeah, really nice, though. I mean, a really nice transition game right You're there. You're playing fire engine hockey right now. I will say this. You can do that against not, Columbus. It's not our style. I don't like playing fire engine hockey against teams that have more team speed than us. It's going to result in poor things for us. Um, well, but they all, yeah. they, they actually, Columbus plays like they don't have sticks. So I'm not too concerned. They're terrible. Yeah. Pellick looks like he's really doubled over in pain right now. It's definitely the wrist. Oh shit. I'll it's tell you one thing. It's if it's the a wrist. broken wrist, that's not good for he's us. He's flexing. He's flexing the hand. So, okay. okay. I mean, I don't see anything right now. I'm watching another telecast. He just went over there, doubled down in pain, holding something. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be back out there and fine. Uh, what a films, Grumpy. Is that a Pixar shirt, TJ? They should have never sold out to Disney. Never, ever. Hey. Why, do you think, why do you think they sold out to Disney? Money. Money, 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 well, money. We know money, but they didn't have any more original stories left. Money, they had 10-story ideas when they formed the company, and I think they're out of stories. When was the last good Pixar movie, honestly? That wasn't a remake. I don't know, Grump. And even some of the remakes are pretty bad. Oh, hit off the hit off the 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 crossbar. I think that Brock Nelson redirection off the post. I'm sorry, he just missed potting that in. Oh, the last uh, one of the last few games there in October. Mark A. Grumpy. Why did Johnny Hockey go to Columbus? I don't know. It, it fools me. Now Pelic is on the bench still with his helmet off. Still, still, still standing up with his back to the ice. Uh oh. He looked like he showed us the replay. Hits this part of his hand right here. Yeah. So I don't know. That's Hopefully that space between, That's the space between the glove and the the glove and the padding. Hopefully he just got a little bit of a Yeah, I, th I think he'll be okay. I well, think we need him to be okay. So I hope he's okay. That's for certain. Just means more minutes for Noah Dobson. Just put him out there all the time. Every you know what it means? A shitty partner for Noah Dobson. That's what that means, grumpy old man. Maybe they'll pair Roman. Could you? Okay. Could you imagine if Pelix out? Nice job by Palmieri. Back checking there leads to another potential opportunity for the Islanders. Could uh, you imagine if Pelix out, grumpy? What the defensive pairings would look like? No, I don't. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, Mark A. Grumpy old man says. Nice back check by Pierre Engvall. Nice job. That second line's been good again tonight. Really good. I mean, Pierre Engvall doesn't – I mean, you need everything on the line, and Pierre Engvall's not great. But, uh, you know, for coming back and playing defense, that's what third liners do, and Palmieri's been good too. Columbus is outshot us, I believe, now 8-1 to one here in the second period. Well, we've been outplayed in the second period. Yes. So. As good as the first period was, the second period has been poor. For us. Mark but A said, why did he go to Columbus? Did you answer uh, that, Grumpy? Uh, you said you had no idea. Um, I'm going to say oh, penalty against Columbus. Engvall coming in. Nice pass by Barzal. Draws a penalty. Good job. That was old Matty B on that one. You see Columbus gets caught up ice. Matty B has a potential for a breakaway. The puck goes a little crazy off him, but he's still able to generate something there. Nice job. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau went to Columbus because supposedly his wife slash girlfriend wanted to be a nurse. 
It's all bullshit. I don't know why. He probably had no one who wanted him. No one else offered him a contract. His wife, grumpy old man. But it's, um, it's not the wife. Absolutely not. When you're making nine, ten million dollars a year, it, it, it's like, no, I don't care that you want to work. You could be a nurse anywhere. Anywhere. It's not like they only have nurses in Columbus, Ohio. Just stop. Just full stop. That's bullshit. Anyone tells you that they're lying. Sorry. Yes. You were mentioning earlier, you kind of bounce all over the place. You mentioned earlier about Matt Barzal having that chance on the way in. Mishandles it. They do draw a penalty there. Angval, they're going to be another Islanders power play here, the third of the game. Um, wouldn't it be nice to see us get a little power play goal? It would be nice. Mark A says, how's Kadri doing? Terrible. Not well, like we just knew like, he would. Just like the rest of, of uh, Calgary. Terrible. Yep. He's the guy who really benefited from playing on that Columbus team when everything was going well. And Colorado. Shock, I'm Colorado. sorry, Colorado. And he was a guy to where he had a career year and a contract season. Yep. And somebody stupidly overpaid a guy like that. And now they're on the hook for that huge contract. Mm-hmm. Frank says from Empire State says, TJ, why do you always dissect our goals? A goal is a goal. You're the only fan that does that with their team. Rangers fan, perhaps? LOL. Here's the thing. It's a poor job by them. We're going to beat them. We're going to pummel Columbus. I will say the second period hasn't been great hockey, but I think we score here on this power play. My God. I'm just sorry. I'm just watching that. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You're a Ranger fan. Just say it. Trump, if you could pay attention to, and not fucking interrupt you're, me. You're over here trying to explain your way out of a paper bag. As soon as you see something, you as as you see something you on TV, it. as soon as you see something on TV, it comes right out your mouth. You can't do My it. God. You can't do it. I'm, I'm just, I'm done with you trying to explain your Ranger love. Just trying to explain it away. Jesus no. Christ. Move on. Move along. That's a double snap. Can we get you to pay attention a little bit, Grump? I'm absolutely That's paying attention. To do. When you talk, I tune out. I know it's really tough to do a podcast from somebody who does that. It really is tough to do that. Dedicate my time when you do that. It's really just go. Jesus Christ! So you go, Dan Algrum. It was so strange the way it played out. He wanted Philly, but they were in cap hell. New Jersey wasn't interested, and for some reason, the Islanders were not interested. Still a head scratcher. I well, Lamarillo said they bit him up. That's a joke and a lie. I do not think there was anyone left with cap space and was interested. The flat cap destroyed his options. Well, he had an option for like 11.25 at Calgary, and he turned it down. So. It was just an odd scenario. And more years and more term, and he turned that down. I just don't get why he did what he did. It's an odd one. Maybe he thinks that the future for Columbus could be bright as he's you know finishing up his career. I don't know, though. He definitely hasn't performed like he's been paid to perform, though. I think that's safe to assume. Most guys who get the free agency don't do that, though. Yes. Milo Brownie. Uh, Milo Brown says, are the Jackets rebuilding around um, Patrick Laine? He's hurt right now. I get the feeling he's out there at the first opportunity. He's out, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if he's – does he is he how long is he under contract? I don't know. Patrick Laine. They signed him to a pretty short-term deal, if I remember right. Okay. Well, he's injured now. Pelic is – and here's some good news. Pelic back on the ice. So whatever it was, not too severe, maybe a little bruise. Um that's all you can hope, right? He's got three years remaining on his contract. Okay. He's not going anywhere. JP Grump. Tomorrow is the Heritage Classic for what that's worth. The Toilet Bowl turns out to be Calgary and Edmonton. Have you just about had enough of the uh, outside games? I have. They're not special anymore. No. 
It's different you know, when you have one a year, but now where it's like, hey, we just need to sell merch, so we're doing like twenty or thirty of them a year. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yes, it's just exactly. like every year you have one game. Who cares? I don't. Rogue gamer grump. I agree with Grumpy. Why have Corey Snyder pregame? We could have anyone else. You have any thoughts on that, Grump? I agree. I already, I already spoke what I thought about that earlier. Just because he played for the Islanders and their organization for a couple of years, he gets a job? I don't know. Where's Bailey? I'd love to see Bailey do that job. I would love to see Josh Bailey as a color commentator. He's on there for one evening. One evening. doesn't have a job with us just quite yet. I'm not willing to freaking jump to conclusions to say a guy who showed up on a telecast once has a job now with the Islanders. He's doing intermissions with like the Hickey job. This is the first time he's done that this season, right? So you think they're just one game and you're done? I don't fucking know. What do you think? He took a seven-game or six-game siesta. You didn't want to work the first six games of the season? They didn't hire me. They didn't hire Johnny Boychuk to do it. It's because he wants to do it. Boychuk works as a coach, Grump. Jeez. Uh, As to who they're hiring, I don't know. Maybe he's just doing a a spot fill. I don't know. Who knows? Nobody knows. We do run through those people like water, though. Yeah. JP says, says, holy cow, I miss Don Cherry. Love Kelly Rudy, a great former Islander, but this intermission talk is a bit weak. Mm. Joe Thornton retired, says James F. Yeah, and what a mistake canceling Don Cherry, says would have Absolutely. They wanted him gone, and those people got rid of him. They canceled him out. Frank says, I love when Grumpy snaps at TJ. Well, I don't. Because you're a tyrant. People don't like to see despots uh, dominate all the time. That's you. You're a despot. You're despotical. Yeah, he said he likes it. Loves it. Anyway, JP says, Grumpy, you'd laugh at Don McLean and Jen Bottrell, Jennifer Bottrell there, fawning over Sean Monahan after everything you've said this summer. I forgot what I said. I thought he was uh, I thought he was an option to play for the Islanders as a, you know, Third We're liner, like that. We're on the ropes Which, right now. They got to end in their own zone. It doesn't matter. They suck. I don't. Did they really look like a threat to score though? I tell you what though, we have we have all five guys within a twenty foot area when the when the other team has uh, offensive zone possession. We just we throw just, the puck down. Hopefully, we don't ice it. That's the mentality right now. Yeah, we've got four minutes. We have to exit this period with a one nothing lead. I think. Um, I will say this. It's a little odd to only be up one nothing on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Scoring, as we've mentioned, is still an issue. That's an issue that's going to be present and prevalent all season long, unfortunately. Um, Gungun says, the first period, were you happy or was it crappy? We're happy. We're happy with the that first was period. That was, that was a great first period by the Islanders. Yep. Second period has been underwhelming, to say the least. Um, lefty all around says, how's Bo Horvat performing? Is he showing up for 40% of the games? <laughs> Forty percent of the games, or forty percent of the time, like he did with the Canucks, uh, maybe about fifty-five, but it's pretty close. He's been yeah. uh, odd man break going the other direction. Good job hustling back by Pellick to break he it up. He was out of gas. Seventeen was out of gas. Absolutely out of gas. As soon as Pellick caught him, he just skated right to the bench. He was out of gas. Yep. Yes, but all the way around there, he says uh, Bavillier is skating well with the Canucks, and we're winning. Vancouver are for real this year, folks. 
it just depends on the goalie situation. How's the goalie playing? Um, you know, I, the Vancouver, they do. I think the West is weak. Um, I think you can exploit that. I think Vancouver has big name players on the team that have guys who put up points, but it's like, hey, are they going to perform the way they need to? Nick D says Bavillier is playing on the fourth line. Friends from work in Vancouver say um, that they want to give Bavillier back to New York. He's playing on the on a power play, though. I know he's playing on a power play. You and I saw him the other night playing on power play. The way I look at Bavillier is he was like a throw-in spot. Yeah, I didn't mind him. I didn't mind him moving in that deal. He needed change of scenery. Yep. And I didn't mind Ratu going. It was the first-round pick I didn't want to give up. I'll say this about Ratu. Tough to know exactly what he'll be. He's the highest-rated prospect in our farm system for a reason. He's still like 20, 21 years old. As to what he'll be, nobody knows. That's all doesn't, I'm going to say. Doesn't this feel like a Varley shutout today? Just because. I, I would be shocked if we don't beat this team four to nothing. Well, We're much better than them. I mean, much better. I think we score a goal here, and they got the goalie pulled perhaps, and maybe we score an empty net or two. I, I, could, I, I could not be a fan of Columbus. Just They're just freaking bad. Sorry. Freedom fun adventure there, Grump. A fair critique of Noah Dobson is that he has not put on too much muscle since entering the NHL. He's only 200 and should be a 220. I doubt he loves the weight room. I, I just want to say one thing about weights in the media guide. They're they're not valid. They're just not. He and is, I'm not saying he's put – I'm not saying – he absolutely is stronger than he used to be. I'm not saying that, you know, he's a, a bodybuilder or anything, but I'm going to guarantee he weighs more than 200 pounds. I guarantee it. He is skinny. He could afford to put on a few pounds. Vince Wolfork was still 275 in the last year he played. Now he was four bills when he finished his career. Dungun said, I read an item on Facebook that claims McDavid may not be happy in Edmonton. Mere Malarkey or should Lou Lamarillo call and talkie? Um, Lou should not call and talkie. Um, I don't know if he's unhappy there. Uh, yeah. Who knows? He's a guy who I think transcends the sport a bit. So there's always like that. He like doesn't transcend thing. the sport. He's the best player, but he does not transcend the sport. I don't think you know what the term means. I think he transcends the sport. Really? Do you think anyone outside of hockey knows who Connor McDavid is? That's if transcending the, the U.S. Sport. If you're talking in the U.S., I'd say some people absolutely do. He does not transcend the sport. Okay. Absolutely not. I'd say every not. single Canadian knows who he is. Is that safe to say? Every Canadian, every single that's, person. That's okay. That's the sport of hockey. He does not transcend the not sport. Not everybody in Canada likes hockey. Newsflash. Patrick Mahomes every transcends single Canadian, the sport. Tom every, Brady trans, uh, uh, is uh, somebody who transcends the sport. He's not. Hockey's not a big enough sport. Gretzky is the, uh, Gretzky is the only hockey player who transcends the sport. Nice save by the goalie there on a break. Again, Columbus just turns the puck over in the neutral zone. This goalie's been pretty good Oof. today. Brock Nelson tried for a high glove side wrister, and it was a good save there by Columbus goalie. Besides that poor rebound control, he's had a pretty oh, good night. They're just standing at number 78, just standing at the blue line, still just pokes. It's like just terrible. They're terrible. That was James Rowinski back there trying to go ahead and break up that shot attempt. Oh, my God. Islanders, well, despite well. a slow start to the second period, have started to turn it on a little bit late. Yes. Um, we've looked a better team against Columbus. We are better than Columbus. Come on. Um, freedom find adventure, grumpy old man. Grumpy was TJ always tyrannical or a wannabe dictator, or is this recent? Um, he he's always been tyrannical, even when he was young. He's a tyrant. He's a tyrant. 
There you go. Um, Rogue Rogue. Game or Grump? They make every game free for standing room or upper deck when you pay $40 for parking, $10 for beer, $15 food items, every sport. Ew. Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. It'd be one of the only way I'd go to Columbus game if someone's like, hey, I've got free tickets. Okay, cool. We're going to the Columbus game. And I don't think we've been fantastic today. They're just terrible. It's like they can't complete two passes in a row without turning it over. They've looked better to start the second period after they got torn into by their head coach. Were but it, it's not threat, enough. Were they a threat to score? I didn't. They're not a good team. This is one of the worst teams in the NHL. One of the worst teams in our division. Absolutely. I'd say they're going to be looking at a top five selection this year again. Yeah. I don't see that changing. I don't even know who the Fantilli. I mean, I wanted to see Fantilli, but I no one stands out. So how good could he be? I think he's hurt. That's why he's not standing out. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe so. Let me pull that up. I'll pull it up there to check for you, Grump. Yeah. I mean, because I was interested in seeing him play. Severson plays for that team from Jersey. You know what he's thinking? Man, I made a mistake. Oh, was he traded or did he leave me a free agency? Maybe he's not hurt. Okay. He's got two goals and two assists on the season. He is averaging about 16 minutes and 30 seconds of ice time there a night. He is going to be number 11. So that's who Adam Fintilli is. But it's been very nondescript. All of these players are like that you're watching for Columbus. It's like, yikes. Watching games like this makes you want to give up the sport. It's bad. Um, Lefty all around says here, it was either we traded Horvat or JT Miller. I'm glad we kept JT Miller. Um, A way better player than Horvat. Yep. JT Miller's pretty good. He's He's better than Horvat, absolutely. He's good. And Brock Besser's filled whatever role Horvat had in the past without issue, right? That's yeah, I like Brock Besser, too. I wanted Besser to be in part of that deal. I like Brock Besser. I like Bo Horvat. I like JT Miller. Brock Besser so far in the season, six goals, three assists, and seven games. Nine points, plus eight. He had, yeah, he had four goals in the first game. So, you know, just to... He had four goals. So, and he's had four points over the preceding five games. Not six. bad. Or, or six games. Not bad. That's all I'm going to say. I know. Yeah. Whatever. You have nine points in seven games. I'm not complaining. Some scores around the league to give you a few updates. Florida is up three to two over Seattle. We've got here Boston. Remember the Boston Bruins? 50 50 chance of making the postseason. They're up two nothing on Detroit. Um, you got the Winnipeg Jets up three to two on Montreal. You've got the Ottawa Senators bouncing back against the Pittsburgh Penguins up three nothing on the Penguins. You've got here Toronto up two to one on Nashville as well. And earlier on today, you had the Anaheim Ducks beat the Philadelphia Flyers seven. Yeah, big score, big score. Goon goon, Flyers. Is it clear the Islanders have the two best goalies in hockey? Or should they be both shipped to Milwaukee? All right, that's a pretty bad pun, Goon Goon. Hockey and Milwaukee is not they're not even close. They don't have the two best goalies in hockey. They got the best goalie in hockey, though, him or Vasilevsky. And the second guy is good for backup. He might be the he might be the best backup in hockey. Give him that. Absolutely. We got here. Row gamer says uh, here's, here's the way I'll say it. We have the best goaltending tandem in the league. I will say that. I don't think that. I think we've got I, the best. I think we maybe have the best starter in the world. I do not think we have the best tandem. Boston's got the best tandem in the league. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about Boston. Boston's a better team, though. 
I mean, Varlamov's been really good so far this season. Look at how many goals Boston's given up again this year. They're blanking the Detroit Red Wings. Detroit's been on a tear, scoring a lot of goals early and often, and they're blanking the Detroit Red Wings early in the game. Should they break up Anaheim after Anaheim beat Boston the other night? The Bruins were up 3-1 to one with a minute 53 to go, wound up losing that game in overtime. The Bruins are up 3-1 to one with a minute to go, and they gave up two goals with less than a minute? A minute 53. They were up 3-1. to one. And they wound up giving up two goals and then lost in overtime. You think they were having flashbacks of Florida in that game? I don't know how the hell they gave up that many goals. The Anaheim. The Anaheim. That's their that's their only loss. Their overtime loss. Still loss. I'll tell you this. So they gave up the overtime goal. They gave up four goals to the Anaheim. Ducks. They beat them earlier on as well on the road, 3-1. They've given up so far this season, grumpy old man. And they've given up 11 goals yeah. so far this season through what is seven and a half games. You know, it's fun, uh, It's I, hard to argue against them not having the best goalie team in the NHL. Yeah. Okay, they're good. Rogue Gamer says, and I'll answer this question also. Rogue Gamer says, who does TJ like the best, Rain, Red Wings, Rangers, or Islanders? Now, I'm going to dispel some myths here. This is the truth. Islanders first, without a doubt. Red Wings second. And then the Rangers. He doesn't. He does not like the Rangers. I don't Regardless. care about the Rangers. I don't dislike them. I don't like them. Yeah, he doesn't. They're just a man. They're just a blah. I don't really care for them much. I dislike the Penguins more than I dislike the Rangers. So, um, Rick Roma, grumpy old man. Fitzgerald said he thought Johnny Hockey was coming to New Jersey. Then he got a last minute call from Columbus and went there. God, that makes no sense. Nobody knows why. Maybe he just hates New Jersey. Doesn't everybody? Islanders apparently never made an offer. So that would mean that Lamarillo was lying again, right to his teeth, right to his wooden teeth, by saying that they drove up the price on Johnny Goudreau. He signed for $9 million a year. That's not driving up the price. He signed for $9 million. Point, <laughs> which was 2.25 a year, less than Calgary offered him. He made a mistake. Over not just hand. Not just leaving Calgary and that money, going to Columbus. That's a loss. That's a net yeah. loss. Rick Roma says Don Cherry got caught in Canada's wokeness. My buddy, Ron McLean. His buddy. Oh, his buddy, Ron McLean, threw him under the bus. Um, McLean is a coward. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly what he did was there was nothing wrong with it. Nothing. And they tossed him. They wanted to get rid of him. Freedom Front Adventure <laughs> says, uh oh. Go ahead, TJ. You want to take this one? Who the hell is Arbor Xhaka? Um, the Islanders should trade for Arbor Xhaka, defenseman for Montreal. A good overall defenseman. It would improve the third pairing. Very physical and a true heavyweight. Listening to TJ and Butch trying to pronounce name, pronounce his name. Oh, yeah. Would be. Yeah. Okay. Didn't you learn from trading for a previous Montreal defenseman? They all suck and they don't play positionally at all. I've never heard of this guy, Arbor Xhaka. And it would be just like when we traded for Alexander Romanoff. I'd go, what the fuck? You know, we'd have to give up probably a first-round pick. You know, our next – whoever's playing better, Maggio, DeFore, whatever prospect's playing the best, we need to trade them Dobson. away as well. Dobson. Yeah, maybe Dobson. Yeah, whatever. Get it. No, we couldn't trade Dobson away, Grumpy. That's the future $10 million man. Rogue gamer, Grump. Will you guys be live for, T for TJ's Red Wings on Monday? Sure. Absolutely, we'll be live for the Red Wings. Who doesn't love going live during Red Wing games? Um, I don't think we're doing. We're not doing a live. No, no, absolutely not. 
Frank. Frank from Empire State says, love how SunX puts the Vancouver fans' messages knocking Horvat, but not mine pointing out five points in six games, baby. Well, that's not correct, Frank. He did put yours up. There it is, Eric. And then here we go. Horvat has three goals and two assists in six games. Back checks, great passes, good. Face-offs, et cetera, doing great for us. He's not been great. He reminds me a lot of Anders Lee. He's getting a lot of just smash at the puck goals right now. I'm sorry. Okay. When we're talking about what I value more, I value a guy more like Brock Nelson who can actually create, put the puck in on his own. He doesn't have to just stand there and say whack-a-mole at the puck. I'm sorry. I think very little of Bo Horvat. I think Brock Nelson's a much better center than him. I don't even think it's close. Not even close. Bo Horvat's a better player than Anders Lee. Uh, oh, I'm not saying Anders Lee. I'm saying... Brock Nelson. They're both centers. Brock Nelson's our better center. Okay. I didn't think it's close. Thomas Rudy. Uh, Lou would give away three or four first-round picks for McDavid. More than that. They, Edmonton's not trading him. Just If they had a gun to their head, forced to trade him. The Islanders would be giving up seven first-round picks, Noah Dobson, and Matt Barzal in a trade like that. They would, just like every other trade Lou Lamarillo makes, they'd take him to the cleaners. Um, freedom fun and adventure grumpy grumpy 100% correct that the media guides don't have accurate height and weight years ago I shamed the Islanders into updating it however the training camp rosters do have accurate info and that's where I got it there it is what a film said Gretzky is the Michael Jordan of hockey McDavid is a big name here in Canada but the team sucks it's got to be frustrating for him true and that's what I wonder is he more is he more focused on putting up personal accolades or is he more focused on Stanley Cups? I don't think he's winning a Stanley Cup for Edmonton. I think he'll put up great personal accolades if he stays with Edmonton, though. They're they're not trading him. They're not letting him go. What would his value be? Think about it. What would you have to give up to get Connor McDavid? Realistically, you'd have to give up a guy who is a bona fide superstar in the league First-round picks and prospects. Who's going to make that deal? And he's got a huge contract, so he's got a money going Three years remaining. He's only got three years remaining on contract. Or this is, including this year, he's got two years after this year. He's making $12.5 million a year. He'll be a number two free agent. How many teams can fit that under their cap? He's not going anywhere. How many teams can fit that under their cap? None. The answer is none. That's why a superstar in today's league has to be traded to offset. It would cost a lot. It would cost more than I'm sure most teams would feel comfortable offering. Did the, Islanders have, did the Islanders have anything? It would have to be Dobson, Barzell. First-round picks. Sorokin. No, 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 no. Pick. It wouldn't be that much. It would be, realistically, if the Islanders wanted to trade for a guy like that in this weird scenario, it would cost Barzell, Dobson, plus probably two or three first-round picks. We don't have any prospects that are worth them even investigating. So they would just say, give us the first-round picks instead, and we'll take Barzal and Dobson. Now, here's the thing. I think they win that trade. Yeah, that's why I threw Sorokin in, too. No, no, I think they win that trade. Oh, if they're yeah, getting Dobson, Barzal, and oh, three so. first-round picks, they win that trade. I don't think so. McDavid makes your franchise relevant again. I'm sorry. With Matt Barzal, Noah Dobson... And three first-round picks, I think the better hand goes to, to the Edmonton Oilers. They need a new coach. They need a new style. You don't think he's going to play that Islander style, do you? It doesn't matter. It's not happening. We don't even need to 
we don't even need to talk about that anymore. Rick, Rick Roman says, I think Severson knew what he was getting into. He got a crazy contract, so it is what it is. At least he's used to losing from all those shit years in New Jersey. I understand it great. AJ Piazza, Piazza says, I see a lot of people that blame Lane for things. He wants to run a modern-day system with the players, but he can't, so he has to run the trot system. Last year proves that 110%. Yeah, we saw consistently. He started off the season one in the play running gun style. We got trounced. Things started off good for the first ten games, and then we were just dominated all the way until January. Then we had to go back to trot system, so we can't do it. Um, Rogue Gamer says here the best goalie. Let's see Varley. Um, Tony Cheese says here TJ's been drinking that Flint, Michigan water. Oh no. Got that Flint, Michigan water right here. Goon, goon, grump. Wow. Friend star Matthew Perry dead at 54 after apparently drowning. Wow. Played Chandler Bing on Friends. And he's a guy who had, you know, issues with uh, drug abuse and stuff like that. And he kind of got his life together. What a shame. Apparently drowning. Who's Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. He was in Friends, the show Friends. Trying to um, see which one he is. He just put out like a, like a, a biography, I think, last year. Wow, fifty-four years old. Shame. Oh, yeah, yeah. You ever seen this TV show, Friends? Probably not. No. Jesus Christ. I do know that Jennifer Aniston's in it, and I know like the character is Ross. There's a character Ross. And oh, I, you named Ross twice. Ross, Ross. There was that that stupid character who did like the sitcom or something like that. Like he That's, did like a. Like a, t- a photo novella or something like that. You know his name? No, I don't know his name. He's a dumb character. Joey Tribbiani, Matt LeBlanc. Joey, okay, yeah, Ross and jo- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. You don't know. I don't the know. That I know Ross Jennifer and the character Ross. named Ross, and then you know Ross, the one who plays the guitar. The one who plays the guitar. The blonde one, tall blonde one. What's her name? I don't know any of their names. I never remember, watched Friends. You remember her popular her popular song? I didn't watch anything. All I know is she played Smelly a guitar. Cat. Popular song was Smelly Cat. Ugh. That sounds like a real shitty song. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it doesn't sound very appealing. What what about, all I think about when I hear Milwaukee is Laverne and Shirley in the beer and cheese. Laverne and Shirley. Um, Joseph C. says here, who wouldn't give up three or four first-round picks for McDavid? Hey, if that's all it took, I'd be the first one to do it there. We've um, given up four four first round picks and uh, in a row. So, you know, what's the difference, right? Yeah. Uh, the funny thing is the Oilers would say no. Yes. If I was the Oilers, I'd say no to that too. Absolutely. Joseph C said, TJ is definitely a Red Wings fan. He's a Steve Eiserman fan. That's what he is. He's a Steve Eiserman fan. I'm not, I'm really not. I think he's a great general manager. Now here's the thing. Frank is yelling at you, TJ. He said, TJ, you knocked my man Horvat, but now you're quiet. How come you don't give him props? Five points in six games on the Isles. Keep in mind, he could have 10 points easy if Lee and Casper were his left wing. I've watched the goals and the points he's put up. I've watched him dog it at times. I don't know. The jury's still out on a guy like that. Jury's out. I do like the fact that he's fighting for points. I do think when he hustles and he shows effort, I'm happy with him. But sometimes he doesn't do that. 
and that's not what I expect. Here's the thing. Matt Barzal will go through stretches, stretches, I'm sorry, where he won't score points. But there's never a question mark in the level of effort you see from Matt Barzal ever. And I'd like to have my guys who are making nine, eight and a half million dollars a year, whatever Horvat's making, not only to be able to put up points to show effort on a game in game out basis, you don't get paid the second most on a team to be dogging it. Sorry. Um, goon goon grumpy old man. Grumpy. Would you consider wearing an NFL referee costume for the special Halloween episode of Islanders never say die this year? No. Um, rogue gamer grump. TJ is a super secret agent pretending to love the Islanders and sleeping with a Fedorov blanket and an Iserman pillow. That's not too far. And I sleep in my uh, my Dominic Hasek helmet. TJ's favorite Islander player of all time. Who was it, TJ? Islander player? Yeah. I know who it is. It's easy. Roberto Luongo. No. John Tavares was your favorite Islander player. My favorite Islander was Roberto Luongo. What he only played smoking? for the Islanders for a year, and he got moved. That was my grumpy. I follow Roberto Luongo's career, his entire career, to Florida, to Vancouver. Isn't it great? Do you really? The grumpy old man's going to tell me who my favorite player was. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you who your favorite tell player me, tell was. Tell me more about what I think, grumpy old man. I don't care what you waiting. say. Okay. I don't care what you say. Who your favorite player is? I'm going to tell you who it is. That tell me. Familiar. Tell me more. Tell me more. Like does he like to dance, grumpy? Really? You didn't give that. Even but yeah, Joseph C says, same as you, TJ. I don't dislike the Islanders. Most of my family are Islander fans, except my me and my uncle. Uh, only team I can't stand is that shithole in New Jersey. See, I don't dislike the Devils either because the Devils been so bad for such a long time. Now, here's the thing: I'm not up there, so I don't ever have to worry it's about. Different. As I was about to say, I don't have to worry about hearing anybody run their fucking mouth. You never, and here's the thing: you never lived up there, so you don't know about the rivalry. You don't. You don't. Don't. Frank from Empire State says, Johnny Hockey, four points in seven games. He's got to be regretting going to that shitty Columbus. What a joke. That's fair. I think so. Here you go. Uh-oh. More <laughs> yelling from Frank. TJ, you're stupid to compare Horvat to Lee. Cement Shoes Lee. It's Anders Cement Shoes Lee. He does. He's a very similar player to him. Um, Joseph C says here the Blue Jackets will be good in a couple of years. Best prospect pool in the NHL right now. Let's see I do agree that. with that. It's going to take some time. They do have a really well, good prospect pool. They do. They do. So, yeah, absolutely. What a films, Grumpy. What's the deal with you and the Red Wings, TJ? Shipface Saloon. That's the great name for a pub. I got uh, my other son, Son X. He got this shirt for me. He's just a nice guy. Nice kid. Hold on, what is that? Oh, did he buy you a shirt at a bar or a brewery or something? Is that he what he, he went? He went somewhere and he's like, Oh, that I bet you Grumpy would like that shirt. And he got me a shirt. Because all the shirts you wear are all my shirts. That's it's ship ship faced saloon. The majority of the, sh the shirts you wear on this podcast, Grumpy, are all my shirts not that true. I just what do not you mean true. not true? I just told you not true. Oh, fuck. You wear my shirts all the time, Grumpy, please. REC Grumpy. What's up, boys? What a gift that Barzell wanted to play left wing. We should be giving Fashing maybe Wally a shot at that spot. But instead, we got another guy to just go in front of the net. Yep. Talking about your pal Average. Yep. Average has played well so far this year. You're not going to see me knocking a guy when he's playing well. 
playing better this year than he did the last two, three years. Funny what, it, funny what a demotion does to improve a player's attitude. And I wonder how long it's going to be before he starts dragging ass and he's going to get complaints again because it, he's like, well, I could start easing off because I'm back on the first line again. That's the guy. That's, that's, my your spot back in. that's your captain. That's the same shit that happened with Josh Bailey, remember? Same yeah. shit. Uh, Joseph C. Grumpy. Edmonton always has the same problems. Defense and net and depth scoring. Goon goon, Grumpy. Corey Snyder doing between period banter. Why not Olin Kavasha? Maybe he doesn't speak English. Not well enough. Um, not well enough. Joseph C. says, hey, you're wrong, Grumpy. McDavid will be a Ranger in 2035. 2035. He's 2035 when he's a shell of him current self. Well, that's and, possible. Uh, Rick Roma, Grump. Did you watch the Mick Vakota interview on Chicklets? He told some great Islander stories. Shocking news. He hates Milbury. Add him to the list. Oof. Um, we might have to go ahead and try to pull that up there. Uh, Joseph C. Grumpy. The Oilers have the two best offensive players in hockey. Waste them perennially. Yeah, they just... They just they don't real maybe they do realize but they just don't make changes. You have to give to get. You want to get yourself some top flight defenseman or a goaltender. That's what they really need is a goaltender. You're gonna have to give up one of those offensive players. I'm not saying Dryside or McDavid, but anybody else should be available. Anyone else. The thing I'll also mention here too, um, Oilers are in trouble. You had mentioned about. Um, Oh, shit, there was a what was the prior comic grumpy that had popped up there? I've already forgotten. I was trying to go ahead. The um, oh, he died of a heart attack, probably of a heart attack. He, he drowned in a jacuzzi. Oh, how the, the jacuzzi regarding the Milberry or regarding uh, Mick Vakoda. I believe somebody did send me the clip there from Spitting Chicklets there where he talked about like the stories of Dale Hunter in the playoffs. We'll go ahead and make sure we'll probably showcase that on Wednesday's show. Um, just cause today we're doing a live stream, but we do have that. And thanks there. Um, the person who sent that for me, they know who they are. So thanks for sending that to us. We'll make sure we showcase that on a Wednesday show. Um, Drew L grumpy. Jesus, TJ. How have you not seen friends? I don't understand. I I'm, I'm honestly baffled. Just not interested in it. I guess Ugh. our shopping mall is a thing of the past. Yes. Not totally, but close. Goon Goon, yes. They are a thing of the past. Just like when you ask, our movie theater is going to be a thing of the past. Yes. Okay, going to be, and presently, presently they're not a thing of the past. Thing of the past. Thing of the past. Uh, Mark A. Grumpy. St. Bonaventure will be very good this year. We'll see, Mark. We'll see. I think Mark says that every year. Look at here. Frank. Ready for this. TJ is a poor man's Ross. Oh, Wow. Actually, he's a homeless man's Ross. Oh, my gosh. I think he's that, talking about Ross Johnson over there. Is no, he's talking about? about Ross from Friends. That's a real slam. Ross is not a character you want to be? No. Oh. <laughs> he's a whiny little bitch. And <laughs> well, thank you for that. Thank you for that there. You're not even that good. And, well, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to let you watch the show. You I'm not, I have no interest in watching the show, so oh just God. ruin it for me now. Why don't you go watch some more whatever you watch? okay anyway let's get back to the comments here sid the kid says jp uh rogue gamer says here where are the old school guys uh doing commentary between the 80s and the 90s probably they're all dead mm. joseph c says here reports are saying he was found dead in his hot tub 
I wouldn't be surprised if it was a drug overdose. Well, I hope not because it took a lot for him to overcome that. But, you know, you're always just – if you're an addict, you're just one incident away from, you know, going back to drugs. It's, just, it's terrible. Uh, Stuart Oppenheimer says, I don't know about Grumpy. He's more like Dopey to me. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, Grumpy. Yeah, he's like, a grumpy old man. I could, I'm probably more like Happy. You know what TJ's like. Who's TJ like, Grumpy? Snow White. Yeah. Uh-huh. What a film, what a film says. says, Friends Transcends Television, TJ. I don't know. I wouldn't know. Um, Alexander says, I like the way the boys are playing tonight. Absolutely. Play they're really playing well. all right. Yeah, they're playing well. Play well. And you know, it helps that we're playing Columbus. Absolutely. Columbus terrible. Uh, you know, what's going to be sad is if we only beat them one nothing. We skated away with a barely victory. We barely put up any goals on them. We barely score. You know, I want to see the third period. We come out and we dominate. We play a really real big chance for Columbus there. Guy just hits the side of the net. Holy shit. Yeah. Oof. My gosh. Oof. You got to hit the net from there. You're 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 that close. Absolutely. You're a professional player. You got to hit the net. Is there any reason why Columbus struggles like they always do? Yeah, they're not. They're not good. Drew, grumpy old man. If TJ wants to watch effort level every single game, he should watch the Knicks. Ah, uh, he keeps trying to get me on the Knicks, grumpy old man. I don't think, I think it's a long shot there. Tony, she said, "Did you keep TJ locked in the basement for his life? Did his doctor wife continue this tradition for you, grumpy? He literally has zero pop culture knowledge. I don't understand it. And you know, Sun X is so different. It's a so waste different. of time." It's a waste of a time. waste of time. Oh my god, he's such a loser. Pop culture, Ugh. Alexander Grump. Can you imagine TJ at a dinner party? What do you want to talk about? I'm uh, great at dinner party, Grump. No, you're great not. Time. Absolutely, I do. Stop. Great guest, great dinner guest. Grump. How do you start up a conversation? I just am a natural conversator. Uh, yeah, for sure. Alexander says Bo has zero points, so yeah, I'm very happy with Orvat. <laughs> Joseph. It wasn't like it was Horvat straight up for Bo. That's all <laughs> you think um, about this. You got a player, your top prospect, and a first-round pick. That's what you got there. Anyway. Joseph C. says, hard for me to believe Perry was only 54, but then you realize that Friends started almost 30 years ago now. Yeah. Long time. Frank, grumpy old man. Uh, he says, Goon, that makes me sad, man. The Danbury Mall just approved to add apartments and stuff like that. Um, peeps continually using Amazon, which has become expensive and ruining everything. We're becoming the movie Wally. He's not too far from it. Everyone it, shops online now. How many people go out to shop anywhere? That's true. They showed the replay there um, of the miss. Uh, the defensive pairing that was on the ice was Aho and Bolduc. The best chances for the Columbus Blue Jackets have come with them on the ice. There's no doubt right. about that. They're, they're the most shaky defensive pairing that we've got. Goon, goon, grumpy old man. Islanders should be up by a few. Grumpy, want to taste some of this stew? No. <laughs> want to taste some of that stew? I, there, stew that come, I don't want any stew that comes out of a toilet bowl. Oh, REC, grumpy. Uh, TJ, you're not wrong about Horvath. The deal sucks. He may have a good year or two while we have no chance of going deep. In six years... When we come out of this hole, Horvat will need a bite to get around. Uh, I don't think we're getting out of the hole in six years. 
got a long ways to go. I think that whole I don't even think we're going into the hole yet. It's Andrew Reed, so every terrible. time he every time he goes into a corner, he grabs a stick. He is. My God. He just he absolutely grabbed the stick there at Columbus. No call against him, but he's definitely I mean, holding that. Remember when that was the penalty they were calling all the time was a grabbing a stick? They've kind of let that go. Yeah, every year they have a penalty that they want to uh to that enforce. they want to really enforce. And I remember that was one a year ago. They don't enforce that as much anymore. Here's Romanoff uh, going down low again. Romanoff wants save. a monstrous save by Varlamov. Tremendous. All again, the fucking Romanoff wanting to play freaking Bobby Orr over there, going behind the net, trying to score himself a goal. Motherfucker, you're a defender. I've never That's seen a guy not. take so much. He's not, he's, he's not that good. I'm sorry. What the? I just don't get it. Shoot the puck on that. Go back to your position. He gets stuck to where he's skating all the full 200 foot because he's like, I'm going to try to score here real quick. And they catch an odd man break going the other way. He's gassed, and it lasts for a one-time opportunity right on Varlamov. Great save our Varley to keep us in this game. He's been really good. He's done, no, he's been, Columbus's goalie has been good today, too. The, the the one thing I'll say here, besides that one you know, poor rebound control, he's done great, too. Um, Ari, the one thing I'll say about this, I don't even think I think we're so petrified of the hole that we're gonna have to step in that we're not coming close. We're trying to like step around it. And the bad thing is it just continues to get larger and larger and larger the more you prolong it. JP, grumpy old man. John Tavares is a great player having a great year. Luongo be damned, lol. I've loved him since his days in Oshawa and London. Alexander, grumpy old man. Alexander's favorite player growing up was Pierre Turgeon, later became Ziggy Palfi. Two great players, that's for certain. Rick Roma. Rick Roma says, Son X, always thinking of others. I hope but one day to have a son like him. Lucky Look here. at that. There you go, Son X. Good job, it's Rick. Son X. Lucky there. Son X. Frank, crumpy old man. <laughs> Lee can't pass. Horvat skates like Barzell compared to Lee. That's true. He back checks. He wins faceoffs, plays defense. I could go on. Lee does none of that. True. I mean, TJ just being ridiculous when he's offensively that he has the same mindset. He doesn't pass. Well, how often do you see him make a cross size pass? that actually connects. The guy had an opportunity for a, a two on one with Anders Lee. He slides it on the ice and it gets intercepted. Put some freaking saucer on that pass. Son of a gun. You're a freaking, you're a damn vet in the NHL. Get paid eight and a half million dollars a year. You should be able to get that pass from one person to the other, even with the defender in between on a two on one. Horvat's a better player than Lee. That was a great save. They're showing us the save, yeah, the save by Varley. My gosh. Great. Tremendous. Mm, fantastic save. Um, what a films, grumpy old man. Thank gosh, Columbus is terrible. I'm sorry. They're hard to watch. Uh, Pat LaFontaine was a great Islander. He was really good. Hall of Famer. Second line is playing well, says Matthew S. They have been. No doubt Andrew about it. L, this is, I think, a very correct way to compare them the edmonton oilers equal the los angeles angels absolutely that's fair, that's fair they have two hall of famers there in los angeles there and otani and um and, and mike trout and you've got two in edmonton with mcdavid and dry saddle and you don't get anything back in return for it no success uh i tell you they're gonna start i'm sure trying to dial up some pressure here columbus um, but James F says here, do you think the Mets should have not gotten rid of Tommy Pham? He's tearing it up. He's what, 34 years old? Who cares? We we needed to sell the assets. We had no no reason to keep them for a team that wasn't going to the postseason. 
Yeah. James F says two nothing Diamondbacks. Okay. The Wicked Fifty Cal Grumpy. To defend TJ, I haven't seen it either. I don't know what he's talking about. Friends. Oh, friends. Okay. Robert Marshall says here they should, should resign Tommy Pham. No, he's thirty-four years old. No. Carlos says salute the Islanders nation. Thank you, Carlos. Oh, Islanders. Um, we got here Jennifer or what a film says Jennifer and uh, Jennifer Aniston TJ. You have to know her. Yeah, that's the only one I know. It's Jennifer Aniston. Courtney Cox. She's another one too in that show. Yeah. And I don't remember any of the actresses or actors. JP says here, Matthew Perry. He was an actor in the show, I believe. Uh JP, grumpy old man. TJ McDavid's coming back tomorrow. Good news for your talented fantasy team. Woohoo. I need that. Um the Islanders need a goal. Need goals. What the hell? Oh, gosh. Uh, Kyle Palmieri is getting a hooking call. We're going to be the on the penalty kill. Going to the box. Oh, See, geez. I mean, okay. Technically, it is a hook. I just, it's just a touch foul. I mean, here's the thing. We get them in our favor, too. I just don't like those. Calls. I mean, that was a little bit more, but come on. These idiot fans banging on the glass. I will tell you one thing. It's just it's shitty because anytime an opposing player gets a stick extended, players now just go. It's like they're at a an amusement park getting ready to ride the roller coaster. They just go. Let me clamp down on this thing and and let it. You know, I'm gonna ride the damn stick like I can't get out of it to make really sell the hook, and it always gets called when that happens. So, eh, I hate it. I hate it too. Drew L, grumpy old man. I'm telling you, TJ, you become a grumpy young man. It has made grumpy switch characters from him being grumpy to calm. TJ, as the commercial one said, don't be sad, get glad. It's get true. Glad. It, you're 100% true. 100% true. Yeah. That is that is so true. I've, I've actually talked to TJ about that. Grumpy, I don't play a character on the show, and neither uh, do you. I won't play a character on the show. Oh, my Should God. You're, such, you're a fucking moron. I, that's a nice way to put you're a fucking moron. You're a moron. And you're a grumpy. You've got your own issues. Oh, Jesus. Just move on to the next comment. Thomas Rudy you're said, the one who's making a fucking not interested in it, friends, huh? Not interested in friends and sticking to it. Respect, TJ. Thanks there, Thomas Rudy. Tell Grumpy to stick it where the sun don't shine. That's right, Grumpy. Barzell, stick it where the sun don't oh, shine. Barzell, Barzell, Homer, and Pajot. Why? Right to the blender. I mean, another just break right in there with Romanov. Just oh again, God. Romanov. Romanov is just what the fuck is he, he doing? Cutting sucks. He sucks. And that hit off the post. Yeah, I, I told you that's what they're trying to do. Comment on these three on two breaks. You know what they're doing? And I wonder if more teams are going to start doing this too because we give out the blue line so freaking easy. Lead a three-on-two rush going the other direction, make a pass to the open man, redirect it on net, and create high-danger chances. That's what we're seeing from Columbus on a on a possession-by-possession possession basis, and they're creating opportunities. That's the only way they're able to get any sort of sustained pressure in our zone, and we're just not equipped to handle it. I don't know. Not good. Romanoff looks shitty again tonight. What again, the same thing. Another phenomenal say. I told you this in the second uh, period. Oh. What a what a phenomenal save by Varlamov. They just you're right. Man, I told oh, you this in the second period for a reason, and you were just not paying attention when I was saying no, you'd I understand. Out. I heard you, but guess what? It doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter. I'm telling you, we're seeing it time after time. That's I told I'm you saying. that in the second period. I am the curve, Grandpa. Just move along. Drew said, I'm watching the Anders game right now. But Stefan tweeted out that Wallstrom is in place for Barzal on the first line. I haven't noticed that. Um, oh, wow. I mean, They're getting a lot of chances in close. Point blank chances for the Columbus Blue Jackets. We are not a good team. I mean, I, we're not. This Columbus I mean, team is bad, uh, and we're playing down to the level right now. We've done that a number of years. A number of years. They absolutely have a plan of attack, though. Wow. And don't make it sound like you came up on that on the own. I was watching the Columbus telecast and told you. Genius. No, Grumpy. I'm watching that on my own. Genius. I'm not listening to Columbus telecast. You think I can listen to them and you at the same time? Yes. No. Maybe I, I, I give, you, maybe I give you more credit than you deserve. My mistake. Fuck. HB Carlos says here, I believe these are a, a Bo, Hor- or Bo Horvat or Matt Barzal score the next goal. That's fair. Gungun says, Grumpy, for your 40th birthday, would you accept a cameo message from Shannon Hogan as a gift? Uh, Grumpy wants something else from a different Hogan as a gift. Is uh, what he's saying. Is what he's thinking. That's uh, right. Tomorrow's my birthday. Happy birthday, Grump! Thank you. You got a little short, one second long cheer. That's all you got. Not the full seven seconds, Grumpy. Just one uh, second. Okay, Frank. Frank says, "Look, guys, you will see that Romanoff is good. He's not. And like I told you last year, Romo has offensive ability. He doesn't. In Montreal, they had too many offensive." D guy, so he was forced to play more. He does nothing in the offensive zone. Sorry, Frank. And he's a he's a liability defensively. He does not play positionally sound. He ruins every partner that he touches. Yep. I will say this: like when we talk about like coaching and coaching issues, I think you look at the way Columbus has been dissecting our defense. You feel like we would have made a coaching change. Or a little bit of a change at the end of the second intermission, thinking to ourselves, wow, they've entered the zone five times that way, and that's the same MO they have. We make no adjustments. Our guys look ill-equipped, unprepared to handle it, and we look like we're caught in no man's land. Now, Romanoff is by himself. He's just an idiot. He's terrible with defensive positioning. But you feel like the other guys maybe are not prepared as well. Yeah, just no. No for Romanoff. Alexander says, TJ... You need your defense to get more offensive pressure. I don't mind Romanoff doing that. He doesn't play defense, Alexander. That's the problem. He doesn't play defense. And he sucks at offense. They're starting to dial up pressure right now, Columbus. It doesn't matter. They're not scoring. Okay. I just I just don't think Varlamov's giving up a goal. They're just not that good. This is a game I really thought we were comfortably going to steamroll Columbus in 4 nothing, And mm-hmm. it's disappointing that it's a one nothing game. It looks like it's a tightly contested game this late in the game. My God. Oof. Oh my God! Nice man, I was going in the net that last yep. one. Yep, huge. Varley has been absolutely huge, huge. Oof! Nice save by Pellick. Pellick, he almost stick handled it into our own net. Yeah, but he recovered. So let's give him credit. Man, they're crashing the net now. They I'm just telling you, they I'm can't. Telling you they're dialing up pressure. Columbus, Columbus can't handle a pass. They just can't. They're not a very good team. That's about the nicest way you could say it. REC said, agreed. The hole is longer than six years. I just couldn't write how I truly feel. <laughs> well, we like to hear people how they truly feel. Exactly. We want to hear. Everybody in front. 
Oh, Barley. Oh, this guy misses a wide open shot and falls down. They suck. We're hemmed in our own zone. Number four is Sillinger. He's been bad this year. He hasn't scored a goal. Jesus. Yeah, he could. He whiffed. Look at the goalie. It's like, holy shit, Engvall was going around net. He was so far out of the net. If he could have wrapped around, he would have had the whole net to score into. Zero positioning. Oh, my God. Oof. Gungu says, could Mark Streit shoot straight? Maybe. Mario says here. What's the shots on goals for today? It's Um, 30 to 29 in favor of Columbus. Okay. Mario says, friends, just like Seinfeld, are like opera. Acquired taste. For the life of me, I never found anything funny about either show. Mario, that says more about you. Uh, Seinfeld wasn't bad. I've watched a few episodes. Seinfeld was good. Jerry, George Costanza, Kramer. I watched a few shows. Elaine. I've watched a few shows of that. Andrew L., grumpy old man. I'm not even in fantasy hockey league. We all know TJ rigged it to get McDavid first. Yeah, it sort of seems that way, doesn't it? I'm glad that's what people think of me. It's just funny. In a a league that has really one elite player, TJ gets him. I tell you, we are playing fire engine hockey Noah, right now. Who's that? Noah Dobson with a tremendous defensive play. Who is that? Oh, is that Pulak? I'll tell you in a second here. I'm thinking that's it's Pulak. I mean, Columbus trips over their own skates. They're terrible. Hard to watch. They don't. They, matter of fact, they skate like they're they only have one skate blade on. Um, the Wicked 50 Cal says, remember when some of our fan base actually wanted Homer on the first line? Being a defense-only guy is okay for the first line. I actually saw sentiments like this online talking yeah. about Simon Holmstrom. Yeah, it's pathetic. It's those are when you needed to say, How can I determine who a Lamanite is? Nice play. Look, nice play by Adam Pellick. Oh, is he allowed to do that? He breaks his stick on a slap shot. Puck was coming out. And he just scoops it forward to yeah, let, instead of letting it clear the zone. Yeah, you can do that. It's it's called it's a you know hand pass in the offensive yeah. zone. So that was smart, smart play by him. Yeah, really yeah. smart play. To answer, to answer your question or, or to respond back, we can fit to Cal. Um, yeah, I mean, like if you ever needed to spot who Lamanites were or what they were, how they disguise themselves, when they're trying to say, well, we can we can completely ignore the need for offense on the first line by putting a defense-only guy to make sure that Barzal and Horvat could be all offense, those are the guys where it's like they could line up Leo Komarov, Simon Holmstrom, and Oleg Kavasha all on the first line and say, this is a good mix. This is a good mix. They just gel well together. You know, you got a few guys there from overseas. you got a few European players. They're going to gel really well together. We've got the best European line in hockey. They'd say some shit like that. Um, Frank, grumpy old man. Varley, Varley, Varley. He's been good today, really good. My little brownie says Islanders play down to bad teams. I, I just, I don't think they've been bad today. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. We need one. We need a goal, says Rogue Gamer. Let's go. Bill Fawn says here, TJ, still think this is an easy game. Well, it's proven not to be. I really thought we were just going to be a kickoff of a game. I just don't think they're scoring. I just don't think they're scoring. Columbus. Think about this. We're playing Columbus. Columbus. This is going to be one of the worst teams in the division. Worst teams in the conference. And we're here in a one nothing closely contested game against Columbus. I should tell you about your own team, I guess. Yeah. Robert Marshall Grumpy. Um, 
happy birthday, Grumpy, from Robert Marshall. Thank you very much. Andrew L. Grumpy. Why did Lane pull the lever on the slot machine to change the lines by swapping Barzell and Wallstrom? I don't know. <sighs> Question is a good one. They're talking about the goalie right now. He's got a nine or nine point or a point nine six six save percentage the other night. Talking about his play, Varley loves um, a thousand. Yeah, Varley's killing it. Uh, Bill found Grumpy. This team will not make the playoffs if we can't get a power play going. Never seen a power play keep so many teams in the game like the Islanders power play does. Mm. Very observant. And then uh, Grumpy Man Romo is very young. Give him time. Our Romanoff is very young. Give him time, says Frank. He has not improved in the year and a half he's been here. Has not. Sorry. What a film says, happy birthday, Grumpy. Thank you very much. Drew said, Grumpy, it looks like uh, we'll be both, or we'll both be 2-0. and uh, You know who won't be 2-0? and TJ's untalented team. TJ's actually going to be 0-2, despite rigging the draft order so we can get Connor McDavid. That's true. Very true. I should have rigged it harder. I should have given myself the first 20 selections in a row. Oh. Rogue gamer grump. It's early in the year, and we got goalie guy talking about playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. Oh, Carlos says, hopefully Dobson gets a point. Yeah, I'm rooting for that too. Happy birthday, Grumpy, says happy HP Carlos. Much. And what a save there by Martin. Frank Hall says, Happy birthday, Grumpy old man. Uh Nick D Grump. We are so bad we can only score against the Colum one goal against the Columbus Blue Jackets. This is horrible. Kind of hard to believe, to be honest. You got Columbus just they're down. They're just dumping it. Maybe they get a change, but still. Jesus. Yeah, they've ugh, they got hemmed in their own zone. They couldn't get out. Um terrible pass. And that's it. There's your game. There's your game. Matt Martin scores on a rebound. Terrible. The goaltender just Throws the puck up the center of the ice. It gets picked off. Comes right back goal. That's a Bo Horvat goal right there. Congratulations on the Bo Horvat goal, Matt, Matt Martin. Martin. Matt Martin with That's his Bo Horvat goal. Slap loose puck into the net. There's your game. This is That's just a really shitty move. But the goalie, okay, both goals were like, yikes, poor decisions by the goalie. What is he, he just like? throws it right up the center of the ice. I don't know where the hell he's going. As good as he was today, he's been shitty in the incidents where they but give him the defense goal. just lets Matt Martin stand there. And he just pops. None of them went to him. No, none of them went to him. Yeah. We be honestly, we should have beat them worse than we did. Kind of disappointing. He, he was the kid was good in goal, but just man, that's a that's an unforgivable error. I don't know where he was even going with it. Was he trying to ice the puck? I don't know what he was trying to do. Just like the first one. Anyway. Um Oop, here you go, Grumpy. Uh, Happy birthday, Grumpy. TJ, you better stop complaining. Let Grumpy enjoy his birthday. You <sighs> bitch. Uh, hold on. Where the hell does it say you bitch in this comment? Point that out to me, Grumpy. It's it's in the next com comment, probably. <laughs> Rogue Gamer says here, why did we, we get rid of Taves? Money? Stupidity. Stupidity. Right. Pure stupidity. Um, we picked the wrong defenseman. We yeah. said we want to keep Nick Letty over Devon Taves, so we're going to trade Devon Taves for two second-round picks We trade away the better defenseman. We did like an emergency podcast on that night. I remember that. It was yep. terrible. Terrible. Michael Bechet says, happy birthday, Grump. Thank you. Look at all these birthdays. Look at all the birthday wishes. Uh, I love it. I love it. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Joe. Thank it's you, Rogue Gamer. Thank you, Matthew. And Martin with the goal score. We got a whole bunch of goals. Martin scores on Martin. That's it. That's game. That's game. I mean, yeah. 
okay. sucks. Nice. So, so Phil's Phil... apparently done with Wallstrom. How come he's not done with Holmstrom? Because he's Holmstrom's his little pet project. That's he why. Sucks. He loves him. Yeah, Matty Martz. Uh, the Islanders are the Steelers of the NHL. We find ways to win despite playing down to competition. I just don't think we're good offensively. I, okay, I expect us to beat the weak teams. The problem is we cannot beat a good team. That's the problem. You can Then we might be Owen whatever against team with the playoff teams. Owen thirty whatever. Very we're gonna beat some. We're gonna beat some playoff caliber teams. Now here's the problem that it does present. You're right. If you can't beat good teams, you're not gonna go anywhere in the postseason because I hate to be the bearer of bad news. The teams you play in the postseason aren't good. the good teams. Yeah, that's the reason why we'll get rolled if we play Carolina again. Or whoever we play in the first round if we make the postseason. It, the team is not good enough. We have had a Charmin soft schedule to begin the season. What, eight of the first 11 games are at home? And how many teams are against non-playoff caliber teams, Grump? Uh, we only play two. I, I don't remember. I think in nine out of 13 are at home, and only five are uh, playoff teams from last year. Okay, so eight of our first 13 games are against non-playoff caliber teams, and nine of those first 13 are at home. Okay. Was that was that too tough to follow? Five teams of the 13 are, were, are playoff teams from last year. And remember, I think at the tail end, uh, if you want to do the 11, it's different. I think we'll play two playoff teams in that. I think it's three of the first 11 are playoff teams. This is a really easy portion of our schedule where we need to be taking home two points every single game. Well, it might be four nothing because they pulled their goalie. They could make it three nothing very easily here. I told you. I thought this could be a four nothing game with a few empty netters. I just thought I was hoping I was wrong. I was hoping it was going to be pure domination by us all game, but it was not. I mean, H. Just- Carlos says, "Watch them score uh, to now. Uh, watch them score uh, to open up the game as the game opens up." Um, Frank, grumpy old man. Here, TJ goes discrediting our great goal. And grumpy, grumpy old man, they ain't going to go at Martin. Are you, they, they ain't going to go at Martin. Are you kidding? Oh, come on. Martin, putting a body on isn't going at somebody. Mm. They just stood there. They all just stood there. They're a bad team for a reason. With this Martin turnover, I was getting Jari to Bailey vibes. Oof. Dan L says happy birthday and double out bug prep. Also wishing you a happy birthday, grumpy old man. Thank you so much. There it is. Feliz cumpleaños, senor. Oh, is and- Why is Anders Lee out here in with an empty net? Time for an empty net goal, grumpy. I mean, that's all. Has he scored this year? Is he in a goal? Yeah, yeah, he scored. Remember that really sh- that shot, the really shitty shot that uh, Columbus oh, or Colorado's goalie let in. I don't remember. Maybe it was a nice oh, grumpy. Grumpy, you remember it the was a really nice deflection by him? It doesn't. It wasn't matter. a deflection. It was the wrist shot. Do you remember the wrist shot? Oh yeah, that goalie right. wrist. He had deflect- Maybe he has, does he have two goals? I thought he had a nice deflection goal this year too. He probably does, but I know that for certain he had a goal. The wrister. Let's just say he hasn't scored a whole lot today. Certainly not seven million dollars worth of goals. Look at the says, Happy birthday, Grump. Matt Martin must make a guarantee like Messier did in '94. What would the guarantee be? He guarantees that he's scoring 20 goals this season. Could you imagine if Matty Mart scored 20? Oh, dude, that would be great. My God, they're terrible. They're bad. They're hard. This is one of the worst teams in the NHL. Absolutely. We're gonna have a two to one nothing, a two nothing, a two nothing win over them. All right, it works. That works. I was hoping Dobson would get a point though, honestly. 
I was just hoping we were going to dominate from start to finish. For once, I would just be like to think of like, a spectacular oh, save by Varl Mob down low. Varley has been the reason we won this game. He's today. been really, really good. Really good. Yep. He's been excellent. Both games he's played, he's been excellent. Our goaltending this year has been tremendous. It's the reason we're in games. What a save getting back to that post. That was really I've good. i got a comment here from Mario, and I think he's got a point here. He says, I'm convinced that Taves signed his ticket out when he did the chicken dance after scoring that goal against the Washington Capitals. Trotz called him out on it. Um, Lamarillo traded him to the Avalanche, who at the time were a bad team, and the Islanders were contenders. Um, getting two second-round picks for him, Lamarillo was telling Taves, this is all that you're really worth, Lamarillo being Lamarillo. Wow. Now, do you remember? That's a good point. He did the the little God, like the little like uh like the the uh, bird dance as he scored a goal, and we wound up the Capitals wound up coming back and beating us four to three. Yep. yep. And at that point, you know, we're in a spot to where remember after after freaking Trot stupidly came out in the post game presser and saying Nick Letty was the second best player by a long shot on this team in the postseason. Oh man, he's such a valuable player. We can't move a guy like that. You had you're forced to like trade country away. mile. Just oh fucking dumb. Yeah, I dumb. tell you. You get rid of the 30-year-old defenseman, you keep the guy who's 24. That's yep. what you do. Rogue Gamer says, shut out. First star for volley question mark. Absolutely. He I played mean, let's, great. Let's talk about the positives from today's game real quick while we wrap it up. Varley played well in the first and second game of the season. He's off to a good start. He absolutely star number one, no doubt about it. Really good, really good game for him. Really good, really good to start the season for him. Cannot be more than more pleased, even though he's backup. Cannot be more pleased with Varlamov's performance this year. I want to say that uh, I thought that the second line was really good again tonight. Possessionally, I thought they were good, creating chances. Um, and I just think we, dom for the most part, just dominated the action for the most part. Teddy Columbus is a bad team, but you know what? We played really well. I would give third star, honestly, to the goaltender for uh, uh, Martin for Columbus because he gave us two goals and he made a boatload of saves in between. So. Okay, when you say he gave us two goals as gifts, I was about to say, that it makes it tough for me to go ahead and give him third star when he has two egregious errors that lead directly to goals, despite how good he was. Two big errors that led directly to goals. And to me, deserved win. I mean, I expected us to win uh, tonight, and we did. So that's all you can do is take care of business. And we did that today. The one thing I always worry about is against a better team, we don't win that tonight's game. We don't. Well, but they didn't play a better team today. I would like, I'd love for my team to be where it's like every single night we play, when we win games, I'm like, that performance is good enough to beat almost every team in the NHL. That's what I want the team to be. Our team isn't good enough to say that to say we go on it that, you know, if we play this way, we're going to beat any team in the league. Well, we're not that team. He right to pop says, who's the number one ranked Lamanite in the country outside of the Islanders organization, which country, if it's in Canada, it's Phil. <laughs> Who's the leader the of the Lamanites? <laughs> Northern chapter. Who is it in the U S um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, when I think of the, when I think of a laminate, I think Phil and Phil's got maybe Mike Moisa. He follows them. 
<laughs> he follows. He, he goose steps to Phil's ridiculous rants. Oh, come on, Crumpy. The Owls 91 says here, when Romanoff was deep in the offensive zone, generating a chance, the winger needs to go back and be cover, or get back and cover. Um, he hustled back despite the pass getting through. But where is the winger covering? Well, when you go ahead and just take an immediate now, here's the thing: if the where's the communication? The net, if, the wingers, communication. if the winger's going towards the net and, and Romanoff says, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go just go ahead and take a damn streak right here," the winger's not gonna have enough time then to go ahead and get back through the junk to get back in the cover because the guy just said, "Screw it, I see a little bit of an open lane. Time for me to try to exploit this." He shoots the puck. They immediately launch it going the other direction. I mean, that's just again. You can't do that unless your winger's free where he can rotate. You, as a defenseman, also have to look to make sure the winger can do that. Here's the thing. What you're seeing from the other island defensemen who rush up, you're seeing the forwards come back to back check. It's lack of communication on Romanov's part. He's like Leroy, the guy who says, Leroy Jenkins, that's what he's like. I'm just going. Hell, uh, you know, damn the torpedoes. We're going. What's the likelihood of success? I'd say 3.33 repeating. Okay, we checked up over here. The guy just jumps back on the mic and says, Leroy Jenkins. It rushes in and it leads to calamity going the other direction. That's what it is. He's terrible positionally. He just is. Rogue Gamer Grump. Happy Islanders win, birthday Grump. Screw you, TJ. LOL. Oh, man, oh, man. Um, Barzal off tonight. I thought he was good to start the game. Then all of a sudden he gets shifted down to the third line. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand it for the life the, of me. The criticism I have of Lane Lambert is that guy goes to the blender for line combinations almost every fucking game. The problem we had with the other guy was he refused to shake anything up. The problem I have with this guy is if it's like you've got a bad shift, man, I'm not liking the way you looked at me. Or I'm not liking the way you chewed your gum. You're getting demoted to the third line. We shift everything up. Everything is so fluid where it's like sometimes you need some rigidity there. Oh, that's the problem I have with Lane Lambert. Could we not find a guy that has the happy meeting of giving other guys a chance, mixing things up, but also keeps things somewhat consistent? Varley looked great. Brock looked great. Yeah, I think so too. Brock looked good. Okay. Um, yeah, you read that one. Rick Rock, Grumpy. Hi, gents. Happy for the Islanders win tonight. Listen to WRHU Radio. Sounded like Varley had a strong game. He absolutely did. Also, Emil Benstrom is a cool-ass sounding name. Oh, God. Look at this. Robert Marshall said. Stephen, Stephen Rosner, lead Lamanite, no, southern, southern North American continent. Um, HP Carlos. Too bad Dobson didn't tie Mark Strike. For the record, Islanders record for consecutive games with a point, which was six. Oh, yep. Yep. Um, we got here. Um, Drew L. Who's ready for the snow game tomorrow in the NFL? Chiefs versus the Broncos. I wonder how Tua would play in a snow game. Dan L. I know. Here's, here's what happened. He'd go throw the ball, a couple of snowflakes. That thing would hit the ground. Dan L. Grumpy. Says, cautiously optimistic about Palmieri. If we have any chance, he needs to be flirting with 30 goals. As you know, he needs to stay healthy, something that he has trouble doing on the wrong side of 30. That's what happens when players get into their 30s. They get injured more often. Just do. I think it's more likely that he doesn't score 30 goals and does this season. I would say that too. Goon goon. 
The Islanders finally overcame their fetish for penalties tonight. Hooray. Well, it helps when you're playing Columbus. Joseph C. says, TJ probably knows this. How did Phil's fiction become an Islander fan? He's from damn Canadian. He's not Canadian. He married his the, the lady that I'm hope I'm not speaking out of school. But he's he's moved to Canada, is all that needs yeah, to be known. He he's moved to Canada. Canada. He's originally from Long Island. To keep things very simple, Grumpy, that couldn't he wants to start trying to give too much information. Maybe that Phil doesn't want you to release, Grumpy. It's not like he was kicked out of the country, though. He left voluntarily. <sighs> being an Islander fan, you, everybody gets caught. He gets very close being a Lamanite, almost being kicked out of the country, Grumpy. Anyway, Mario said. I know someone who can give Phil a run for the title. Okay, I don't know who that is, but uh, you go, Grump. I'll let you. I want you to do Leroy Jenkins. That's perfect. And real quick, Jets, Giants, who wins tomorrow? Does anyone care? (laughs) Well, the listeners of the show probably do. I'll say Jets. All right, I'm going Jets too. They win. Um, Can we keep opposing teams to under 30 shots, please? No, we cannot. Yeah, a good team beats us tonight. A team that's not dead-ass tired playing on the second half of the back-to-back who's a shitty team like Arizona, they're always able to generate at least 30 shots. Go ahead, Grump. And the uh, and the fact that Varlamov was tremendous today. Well, that didn't affect the shot total, but he was he was amazing. That's why we won. I said a good team would beat us. Grumpy knows about Leroy Jenkins. Laughing my ass off. They're impressed, Grumpy. You know some internet culture. That's the culture you I don't know, know anything about friends, but I know just it's embarrassing. This is the culture I know about internet culture, Grump. But let's wrap things up here today, Grumpy. What do you want to say before we wrap things up here today? I want to say love and laughter to everyone who listens and even those who don't from TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in and listening to the show. We'll be live with you guys tomorrow on TJ and the Grumpy Old Man at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. We'll be live with you on the next Islander show this Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thanks so much, Grumpy. Thanks, everybody, for commenting in. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you, Grump. My pleasure.